Is a brave little hobbit whom we all admire With his long wooden pipe, fuzzy woolly toes He lives in a hobbit hole and everybody knows him, Bill I don't know about you nerds, but I never get tired of that song Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Fly Casual Corey here Hey, 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 it's Return of the King Night That's right, we're topping off our our trilogy of episodes Discussing Lord of the Rings So you're going to stick around because obviously A lot of meat and taters in this one So welcome Welcome back to Fly Casual. Let's get ready to wrinkle! Yes, Howie? I just have to point out that for this third episode, I found a version of the song that isn't the video oh Whoa. you lucky bastard yes <laughs> you lucky i've been tortured the last, <laughs> the last two, two episodes. episodes okay say what you will about the storied career of one mr leonard nimoy you know rest in peace whether 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 Maybe. you love him most as spock or his portrayal of you know uh vincent van gogh's brother and all, all the stuff that leonard nimoy did it's clearly world yeah, clearly the greatest contribution he ever made to society was the Ballad of Bilbo Baggins <laughs> and clearly. and the music video clearly. that stains your eyes. <laughs> yeah, if oh. you haven't seen it yet, I, I defy any mm. of you to watch it front to back. The choreography that all these teeny boppers are doing while he's sitting there strumming his guitar is so unnatural and awkward, and it's such a product of the 60s or 70s, whenever the heck it was. I'm surprised YouTube hasn't taken it down. <laughs> it's, it's propaganda, <laughs> man. <laughs> you gotta make kill a it. Netflix special out of it. You'll see oh, it. that's true. That's true. <laughs> Do I you really think that. that performance outweighs um, him voice acting Galvatron? Oh, Galvatron. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh, if, he's throwing down his hardcore transformers. If Galvatron had had a bunch of little, uh, like miniature teeny bopper Decepticons dancing around him, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Mike, is, Mike is trying to get us to do that movie. Is that the movie that he was in? The Transformers, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a troll. <laughs> trying to tick off uh, our special guest that's joining us today. Back on Fly Casual, head of uh, human resources, Sancho Panda. Hey, guys. Sancho Thanks Panda. for having me back. I have several complaints to file. Yep. Oh, I'm sure you my... do. <laughs> <laughs> have you received my folder? <laughs> <laughs> my portfolio. <laughs> my shredder has my yet dossier. to process them. <laughs> We're actually trying to get Mike kicked off the show. So Yeah, it worked so far because yeah. he's yeah. not here tonight. Nope. 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 I, I'm i here, though. I'm here. Uh, Corey, that's me. Hi, Corey. Hey, man. Hey, that's you. Hey, that's hey. me. All day long. Yep. And then Howie Master Control. Hey. Jack. Hey, don't touch hey. me. Da-da-da-da. Da-da-da-da. Don't touch me. And oh, I thought that was Adam's family. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Da-da-da-da-da-da. 
that almost sounded like Tetris. We could do this all night. I love that song. That sounded like Super Mario to me. That sounds exactly like the Lego Super Mario set that I was looking at at Target yesterday. Oh, they have Lego Mario? Yeah, they got Lego Mario. And here's the thing. With... When when Lego teams up with Nintendo, Nintendo goes, yeah, okay, but our way. And Lego goes, all right, you're the one, you're the one group <laughs> that can tell us that. I thought so, they would have gone with the Mega Blocks route. Yeah, right. Stuff. So there's like there's no minifigs <laughs> or anything like that. Like Mario's this big dude, and his eyes are animated. Like his eyes are little screens. Oh, that's disturbing. It is, and music oh. plays and all kinds of stuff like that. There, I like it. Garrick, not Jay like Hardy. Hey, that's me. That I'm pond. here. Yeah, they're they don't they're 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 not traditional Legos by any stretch, but they do look fun. I like Legos. I love I love. Did Legos. I ever mention that? I love Legos. Big fan Lego. of the, of the Lego. Lego. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and all Lego of, the, of my I yeah all Lego. the ego related responses that go along with it. Big mm-hmm. fan. What number episode are we on? I don't even know. When Mike's not here, I got no notes. I got nothing. Yeah, two hundred and, and something. Yay! Two hundred. Yay! I think it's. I think this is the fourth two eighty six. I believe third or fourth two eighty six. <laughs> Maybe fifth. Yeah, might be the fifth. Could be. Could be the thirtieth. It feels like the thirtieth episode two eighty six to me. So, mm-hmm. are you saying we suck? Nope. Just feel like we suck at keeping track of what the heck number the episode is. It's episode like 290 two. Episode two. I think it's two ninety. That feels. That's yeah. right. That is right. Two ninety. I remember when we finished two towers. I'm like, oh, Nick, the Return of the King is me a two ninety. Because naturally, that would stick out in your mind as two things that associate well together. <laughs> well, that just means we're ten episodes away from the big three zero zero. And then we get to yeah. kick people in pits. Yeah. 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 This is Sparta. No. Right? What? Yep. We're going to have you over again, Garrick, and you're going to get drunk. And I get, get to kick you in a pit. No, you get drunk again. No, I've got and the. Take off my shirt, put on my loincloth, and kick you down a pit. I've still got. this? <laughs> oh, Lord, that was hot. <laughs> Don't forget all the crunches you need to do beforehand. Yeah, seriously. Oh, I've got no. the. How I've many still days got... do I have left? I've got the shot <laughs> board. Enough. I've got no. the 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 shot cut or the yeah. uh, the shot glass board over here on the wall, just waiting I'm, to be utilized I'm again. Out. And no, it's going to be I'm great. Out. It's going to be great because you're going to act like you're in it, but it's just yeah. Mike getting the alcohol. Ooh, he's not going to listen to this. Uh, so this no. is actually we could plan this right now in intricate detail. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like honest to God, we could. This could be an entire setup just to punish Mike. I like it. I like mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Plus, he's going to need that extra bit of grandpa's cough syrup down in him to get over uh, the shingles that he yeah, has now. He's got shingles. <laughs> uh, Mike's, Mike's got shingles. Oh, he's got that's, the shingles. That's, that's why that. he's not here. Yeah. Seriously, keep yourself clean, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Who the yeah. hell gets shingles uh, nowadays? Seriously. He wanted to come over, and I'm like, no, I don't want you rubbing well, your pustules all over really my stuff. It really shows how old he is, because only old people get shingles. That's true. Yeah. This is this is science. Should have got a vaccine. Mm-hmm. Sh- Should have. Should have. In his early seventies, he should have got it. Well, it's really strange because he said he went to a shingles party. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh my gosh. I I, I guess uh, I I thought you only I thought people well, only did that with kids back in the seventies, but apparently it's well, old people get I, the, thought, I haven't had chicken pox 
but you got shingles. Let's get together and we'll throw yeah. our keys in a bowl and Let me, just can hustle. I rub my kid on you? <laughs> rubber, rubber. And then you stick your kid on the wall and they stay there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they all that pus. The next morning you come out and they've rolled down a couple feet and <laughs> there's a bunch of spots on the wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go down like one of those sticky. Sp- Octopus spider. Octopus. Things. Shout out to those octopus. Uh, I miss those I things so much. Those are what were those called? Uh, wacky wall crawler. Oh, yes, wall, that's yeah, it. Wacky wall, wacky wall crawler. No, it was from something one was like that. And yeah, they hit the carpet. dry up so quick. Yeah, they hit the carpet and get covered in fuzz. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. were those things called? Wall wall crawly McCrawlerson. Wacky sticky wall crawler things. Wallers stuff. Yeah, I'm googling this because it's gonna haunt me if I if wacky I wall walker. Oh, that sounds right. That sounds right. I, I typed in wacky wall and the, the rest of it filled in on its own. Wacky wall walker. Yeah, I see kids, wacky kids wall. Kids nowadays walker. don't know the joy of wacky, wacky wally wall, wall walker. Wow, I was wally? really close. I'm kind of surprised. In there? There's a wally. Wacky, yeah, hmm? the original wacky wally wall crawler from Nostalgic Toys. No, I never had the original. Mm, we were rich enough to. No, 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 I had the candy machine ripoff. <laughs> that's a new on TV. That's not the original. original <laughs> ones. On TV. We we had Wally with an O. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> oh man, yeah. You're like, oh no, this one's pastel colored. <laughs> a toy yeah. modeled out of sticky elastomer. That Wait. sounds like like flubber. Yeah. <laughs> elastomer is a real substance. elastomer. That's what the that's what the Wikipedia says. Can I power my Model T with it? <laughs> Probably. Oh, I don't think it'll pass man. the emissions test though. No, that's true. That's true. It, it won't. The it is none emissions. Anyway. You got to have some emissions. Can't have the none emissions unless you're a Tesla. Then it's fine. I think Tesla's. Do electric vehicles have any emissions whatsoever? Yeah, dude. Water. Mm. Pure, delicious water. Yeah, do you have to, are they water cooled? Do they drip? Do they, well, yeah, well, I don't even, I'm, I'm realizing how little to, I know. Do they need oil changes? Because, you know, you got to grease the stuff. Right? You would think, but it, well, you, I mean, it doesn't have a, the same kind of motor. So I would, rec- I would assume that it needs far, far less and it wouldn't need to be changed as often. Things I don't know, but this conversation is making me want to just go up and just, let my truck idle while we record. <laughs> <laughs> just, just get up, and just start the motor, and just come back in to lock the doors. Come back inside, and just know that I'm part of the problem. Hey, hey, hey! It's time to what? talk about what is up on your docket. What is up your docket? It's in your docket. Oh, we have the Seinfeld sound effects going. This is great. Yep. Let's just do. Let's just make bubble sound, bubble popping noises for the next two hours. That sounds like a great idea. The bubble cast. That's yeah, right. People pay a lot of money for that. Yep. ASMR or whatever it's called. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's worth a lot. That's it's a high high dollar industry right there. <laughs> yeah, you can make tons on Patreon mm-hmm. here. It's true. Hey, uh, Sancho, why don't you kick us off? Guess first. Yeah. 
Oh, so we're saying like what we've been watching or playing or doing? HR has not been listening to the last year's worth of episodes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not well, used to going first. I thought that's what it was. I, 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 I thought, oh, he'll be, he's familiar enough with the format that I can throw him <laughs> out there first. And, yeah, I got and it this. Would, it would look, it would let me look gracious by having you go you first. Were because wrong. Howie is always demonizing <laughs> the order that I pick. Oh, instead, it looks like you, you threw me under a bus and didn't prep me for the episode. Yeah, yeah. So now it just paints me <laughs> further in in a more villainous light. Well, so and I'm mm. I'm actually okay with that because yeah. you know no, you fine. are the villain yeah. of the podcast. I have no. That's <laughs> accurate. I was just double checking. So um, let's see. As you guys knew, I was speed running for a while a game called Eco. Mm-hmm. I um, and I switched over to Journey. <laughs> have you ever played that game? I have played. You're just I like. Have. A I've cape with two legs, <laughs> and you, <laughs> you run and you just try to make your way up to Mount Doom. Mm-hmm. Like that's basically the game. Oh, topical. Um, and I uh, currently have the world record for white robe glitchless on PS3. What? Speed running that game. World so. record? Yes. Whoa! Like it was eight world. years old, and I crushed it. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it. Other guy with all the modern techniques that people are using on the PS4 version. So I just <laughs> Do you think some guy somewhere just got a text alert on his phone? <laughs> Probably like, not. Oh no, hell no. Yeah. Hell no. Yeah. The, the Billy Mitchell of Journey. You know, <laughs> has like an a... army of an army of nerd thugs texting him. <laughs> He's like, Oh, I gotta spin up MAME again. Yeah. Gotta, gotta go into a training montage. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> And now I'm switching to Shadow of the Colossus, so I'm learning that, and it's a lot so, of fun. So I got a question about speedrunning journey. Doesn't that require um, people to help you that you don't know, or can you do it? A- so that's the interesting thing. It's it's technically a solo run. Like once you collect all the sim- symbols, you switch from a red robe to a white robe, and your scarf charges anytime you're touching the ground, and it makes the run way faster. Oh, okay. So. Journey. Just out a little bit. I don't know. If but actually, can. you will get disqualified if 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 someone accidentally just connects to your run while you're running <laughs> and comes up to you and chirps, you know, and charges your scarf for you. The run is ruined. So you could be on like a you know a personal best pace, and all of a sudden somebody's like, "Hey, a friend!" Like, yeah. No, get away, hey, fella! Go! <laughs> oh, no! 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 What have you done? Social distance. Ooh. Yeah, that's that's the. I, I guess people don't know Journey. Um, it's like a multiplayer-ish game, right? Well, it's co-op, it but you can never choose who you play with. If you just start playing the game and someone else happens to be in the same area you are and neither of you are partnered, it will just pair you up. And it can make for some really cool and fun experiences, um, unless you're speed running, And then yeah. you just got to ignore them. <laughs> I remember that was part of the attraction when it first came out. Is It's yeah. multiplayer, but you can't really communicate that well. Yeah, know. it's like um, it's like watching birds doing a mating dance because you just <laughs> literally all you can do is run around each other and do this little chirp thing. So, <laughs> what's uh, what's the other game that's really popular that has that same kind of uh, th- it's okay? Flowers? Fallen Order, Fallen Order is based on is a Star Wars version of what game? Dark Souls. Games? Dark Souls. Yeah, Dark Souls yeah. doesn't have a thing where people just like randomly pop in and help you out with something. Yeah. Yes, it does. It does have that feature. Okay. Um, I'm not a fan of, you know, torturing myself, so I don't play those games. Yeah, I don't like Jedi Fallen Order either. (laughs) 
Oh, I wasn't talking about that one. <laughs> I, and the other thing in, on my docket, in all fairness. Garrick, you'll be happy to know, I've finally started watching the first season of Avatar, The Last yes! Airbender. Yay! Finally! <laughs> Yay. Don't clap for that. I'm clapping for that. It, take, it takes him this long? <laughs> oh. You know what? And you know when when he's the head of HR, when, he should have he's already done this. When when at <laughs> when at church, if someone accepts the Lord into their heart and everybody stands up and applauds or lights a candle, yeah, I'm there saying finally. <laughs> <laughs> Think of all up. the years of service you already wasted. God, yeah. goes up. And it's a good thing God face. forgives you because I sure as hell don't. <laughs> all the memes you didn't get for all this time. <laughs> I know there's so many memes. There's a whole subreddit. It's so. true, man. So, yeah. how far that, are you into the first season? Um, just three episodes. Three. What I found See? out was, See? yeah, wait. Of the of the back. games I've speedrun, Shadow of the Colossus is by far the most intense. And I usually play a game to relax. And when I'm done with that, I'm so tense. Yeah, but it's so easy to relax rough. watching Last Airbender. Yes, it is. Yeah, it is. until it it's isn't. just so chill and entertaining at the same time. Very well paced show. Dave Filoni. Dave Filoni. Yep. Dave Filoni. I, yeah, I uh. Go ahead. I, I was to say, uh, my my daughter and I were talking about uh, the last Airbender series because we watched. Uh, we I'm not gonna this. I'm not gonna do my docket, but we'd watch Sixth Sense, and she was like asking more about the filmmaker <laughs> and his other movies. Oh, and no. I was like, No, you don't understand. There's like maybe one other one that you might like a little. Which I'm in her case, I'm talking about Signs. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like past that. I said, let's just say he's responsible for one of the worst movies ever made. She's like, what? And I went, The Last Airbender. She's like, well, we like that show. And I'm like, it's no. not the show. <laughs> and I brought up a YouTube video of one of the big battles where the camera's just moving around and everybody's doing their bender stuff. And she's watching this and she's like, this is slow. <laughs> this is. is really dumb. Like, she, like immediately. Like, I'm like, and this is an action scene. And she's like, this is really, really dumb. Like she couldn't quite explain it, but I knew what she meant. Cause the, Oh, that movie's so terrible. Yeah, they completely ruined the source material. Yeah. The good oh, thing is good. if you've source never seen it, you so can awesome. enjoy the source material for what it is. Which is amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Shadow of the Colossus though. Oh boy. Yeah. I, I beat that game not too long ago. That's a hard game. Yeah. Now that's going to be a hard one to set records for, right? Because there's a lot of competition, isn't there, for Shadow of Colossus speedruns? Yeah. Stuff? Yeah. There's a lot of runners. You know, it's part of like the same runners. game maker made Eco, <laughs> Shadow of the Colossus, and The Last Guardian. Mm-hmm. So we're all one big speedrun community. And it's kind of like you main one game and then you dip your toe into the others just for the fun of it to relax. <laughs> I love all the lingo, uh, you know, all the runners, and we main one, yeah. and you know, you know sometimes we we <laughs> get I together. Journey man, oh nice, sure. Title. I actually don't know if good, I use the word main right. I was using StarCraft two language there, but it <laughs> yeah, it. I main Terran. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah. that's they use that for Overwatch. I, I main too. Zerg. Yeah, I main, so. I main Zarya. I'm a Torb main. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, uh, Mercy. I mean, Mercy. But you're right. Shadow of the Colossus does have the most runners in it. But they, yeah. But this, you should just, what you need to do is go on speedrun.com and, and look up Shadow of the Colossus, the 2018 version, mm-hmm. and just look at the world record for, for like beating each individual boss in the time attacks. Yeah. It's because the, the, the strats that they do are just amazing. It's, uh, it's just ridiculous. really, really cool. It's like most of them are done in, in under 30 seconds. That's, <laughs> insane 
I can't. Insane. I've I've never played the game, but I've watched videos of it, and I don't understand how that would even work. It took yeah. me like two hours to beat one boss because I suck. <laughs> <laughs> well, that last boss is supposed to be hard, Garrick, or was it the? No, second? It, was, it was the first was one. The <laughs> second to last one. It was like a big giant gorilla monkey thing. Oh yeah, and you have to like you have to get him to knock down the architecture for Whoa, you to spoiler. climb up. Like I love how they all all of them. The, the solution is in the environment. Like that's so cool. Now I'm not going to play it because you ruined it. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Now how he's not going to play it. Now, now, it's worth it. Yeah. It's, it's fun. Good, it's a fun game. It's one I've always yeah. wanted. I've always wanted to get to, and I just never have. And my pile of shame is so dramatic these days. I can't even say, oh, you know, someday. I'm just like, you know, I'm probably never going to play it. Well, you know, it's impactful if someone named Guillermo del Toro says it influenced his cinematic style. Heck yeah, Guillermo Ooh. del Toro is a mad genius. Yeah, that's yeah, true. he is. Like I Boomy, I do like. Yeah, I do like the Guillermo, the Pan's, the Pan's Labyrinth. That was the first time I knew that I was watching a Guillermo del Toro movie. Like I never too. paid much attention to him. I saw that movie and I'm like, okay, I need to watch more of what this guy's doing. They're like, well, good because Hellboy is coming, and I'm like, or Hellboy two, and I'm just like, okay, I like Hellboy, <laughs> and I watched it, and I was like, that was a different thing entirely, but I get it. <laughs> and then someone said, hey, go watch Pacific Rim, and I'm like, you're just dicking with me. <laughs> and then I went and watched it, and I was like, nope. Still on board. I apparently have found my spirit animal, and thy name is Guillermo. Yep. What about Blade Two? Huh? Uh, yeah, Blade Two is the weakest of the Blade movies. Yeah. Blade One is like a masterpiece. Get close. Oh no, it is cinematic masterpiece. He likes it better than Lord of the Rings. That's bullcrap. That's you're dumb. That's dumb. You're dumb. Yeah, you're yeah, dumb, Gary. We're yeah. saying dumb stuff. Yep. Speaking of dumb stuff, Garrick, what's on your docket? <laughs> oh, oh, damn. <laughs> well, that was so, funny because he said dumb stuff and then he said I, you. Actually, you probably will think it's dumb. But uh-huh. I uh huh. I figured, you know, I, I have a I have a game I've been playing as well. Um, not speed running because my my thumbs and eye eye hand eye coordination is terrible. But uh, the uh, game I, I I was looking out for um some sort of mobile game to play. So I'm kind oh, of man. exhausted. All my go-tos, like Galaxy of Heroes, I stopped playing like a couple years ago. Finally. I tried a Disney version of Galaxy of Heroes, and it was just <laughs> even worse somehow. <laughs> somehow. So, so somehow, Yeah, like, you sent me screen caps of that. It looked so funny. <laughs> it was pretty great, but terrible, because anyway, uh, so I guess Facebook and or Twitter or something knows me, because I saw an ad for a game, and it said, you know, play this game, you can... It's an open world. You can climb anything. You can swim in any water. I'm like, oh, these are oh, things I'll enjoy doing on a phone I, screen. I love that kind of stuff. Climbing like, in I, water, neat. And it's and it had like anime girl on it as an yep. advertisement. I'm, I'm like, out, Garrickson. Yep, I'm sold. I'm in. <laughs> you so didn't like, even read it. You just saw that and said, "I'm in." No. Ended up well, being usually it, I, I it, see them and I click on them and I see the reviews and there's like five reviews. I'm like, nope. Well, this one had mm -hmm. like over, I think, twenty thousand reviews. Oh wow! Oh, wow. And it and was it, was it strip mahjong? It was strip four, mahjong, wasn't it? Four point eight stars. It's called Genshin Impact. Yes, everyone's playing that on Twitch these days. Are they really? Yes, a lot it's, of I see a lot of streamers that I follow have switched to that game for a little while. So, so basically, the game is a a, a pseudo. It's an anime style. We'll say it, it plays it feels and looks like a JRPG 
but mm-hmm. it's not created for in Japan. I think it's like a Chinese developer that had come up with the game. They're really good at like uh, mocking the anime style, mm-hmm. but it's basically almost a clone of uh, Breath of the Wild, the Zelda game for Switch. <laughs> almost. Ooh. You re- literally can climb anything like you the the environments are just gorgeous like where you you start out and it's like a like a french countryside looking like medieval fantasy Mm -hmm. looking landscape where there's mountains and there's you know there's enemies everywhere there's a major town that's kind of like a wait enemies everywhere so it's not like zelda breath of the wild (laughs) no well it's it's in a sense it is because you have a uh a a gauge that's like your stamina gauge where if you're climbing it slowly dis- decreases as you get higher in it okay. if it ex- ex- uh, if it runs out you fall right right like um, in real life yeah or if you swim it goes down you know that kind of stuff and there's little mini puzzles all around this map and it's a huge huge open world like there's the i spent probably like three or four hours before i even moved into the next like little uh I guess territory that you go into and there's all these little missions you can do. There's puzzles everywhere, uh, enemies you fight and get stuff. And it, and it seems like they should be charging you for something. And they, and it wasn't (laughs) until I got deep into the game where, yeah, they, you can, they have randomly drawn characters you could get. Um, if you spend certain like premium currency that you, they give you some of that obviously, but you can, buy some with real money if you want to get more chances to randomly pull like a better character but the characters they give you start you out with are pretty good um because the combat system is based around uh elements so that you got uh water and it's kind of like fire actually (laughs) got wire water fire uh air uh i guess ground they call it something different i I think they call it the wirebender yeah, but they the also avatar? have like lightning and uh, ice and stuff like that. So, depending on what attacks you do, like if you do a water attack and quickly switch to an ice type character and do an ice attack, it'll freeze the enemy. So there's different combinations you can do with your different characters. Yeah, and it it's like it's is it turn based combat? Fun. No, it's not turn based. It's actually like live. You have you run around you you click your attack button and after a while you get you have like a secondary attack that has like a a cooldown um time to it okay and then you have like an ult attack ultimate attack where you can once you get that charged up it does like a really awesome move depending on which character you have they, they all do different things so That's it's pretty cool to switch out characters apply different effects and see what they do <laughs> um and the music is uh freaking amazing Really? I think I was reading on Wikipedia they actually had the London Philharmonic Orchestra involved in oh, like wow. playing some of this music. Like you go to there's a, a another area that I've been to that's kind of like the the China area where everything looks like medieval China kind the, of in the, the music. China area. Yeah, I mean everything's like Chinese, like the the architecture, the people's names, and all that. Everything's Chinese, and yeah. the the music is like that traditional Chinese music. And it's so soothing and awesome, but it's it's a super fun game. Unfortunately, like my battery life like suffers because <laughs> to yeah. run this thing is in it takes an incredible amount of processing power. But yeah, 
it's yeah. still a really cool game. It's hard to find a good mobile game. Yeah, and it's open world, which I love. And it's super open with the climbing, and you can you can jump off a cliff and use your little glider to glide down slowly and stuff. Oh, like it that. is like Breath of the Wild. Yeah, it's yeah. It, except your weapons don't break. Yeah, wow! Imagine that. <laughs> Imagine making a game that doesn't suck. Imagine that thousand dollar improvement. Thousand yeah, the best part is it's it, it can be multiplayer, but you have the choice to allow people into your world. Oh, like, that's cool. Yeah, so mm. normally it's just single player, and if like you have a friend, you're like, oh hey, come play with me. Let's do this little mission, and or you, if you go into like a dungeon, you can re randomly match with three other people. I think max four people uh, simultaneously can do a dungeon. So it's it's like incredibly like deep for a mobile game, which I was. Does it really work with a controller? Um, I don't know because I don't have one. Okay. <laughs> so I I, I, I hope- hate playing a game on it like an action based game on my screen with yeah. my thumbs blocking part of it. I hate it. Yeah, that that is kind of rough. That that part could use a controller. I know it, it's. I think they released it for PS4. Uh, okay. PC and, and a few other, maybe like switches if they haven't released it for switch yet I think they were planning to gotcha. so it is going to be like console friendly okay eventually right. yeah. well, maybe I'll get okay. on there and I'll be like hey let's yeah. play together and then I'll just <laughs> it's be what really all the streamers are playing yeah well, let me tell you cool this I stopped scrolling after I counted about 500 different people streaming right now wow there are currently almost 30,000 people watching those streams wow yeah it's inc- so, it's it's like it's a, super it, popular. That's crazy. It just got it came out uh in, on September twenty eighth. So we're talking what like three or four weeks, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Maybe less than a month at least from this recording. So yeah. it's already this popular. It's well, or that it's had that staying power. Usually a game yeah. comes out and, and it's a people week. play it for one or two weeks. Yeah. Like like you don't see people playing Fall Guys as much anymore. And it was yeah. super popular when it first came out. Yeah, Fall Guys got immediately dethroned when uh when Among Us hit. Oh yeah, yeah that's, that's true. Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good point. I, I think uh I read an article that says once you hit a certain level, and I think it was like, like 35 or 36, things start to like drop off dramatically like there's not as much you could do. Cuz I think it's it's a, it's a deep game but maybe not a long game. Just roll a new um, tune, brah. Yeah, I know, just roll a new tune. But I'm only level like 20 something and that took me forever, so I can't imagine how long it would take someone to get that high of a level in order to be bored with it. Yeah. So if you're a casual gamer, it would take you probably a really long time to get there. What's the name of the game again? Genshin Impact. Genshin Impact. I've Genshin. I think I've Genshin. <laughs> yeah. Gremlin Gremlin Impact. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. Uh, I think I've seen the name, but that's it. I don't. I haven't seen anything else, and I probably was just like browsing Reddit and saw a title swoop past, and that was it. Yeah. But. I, I yeah, I'm always looking for a game to play on my phone, except for the fact that I'm never looking for a game to play on my phone because I'm always disappointed when I do look for a game to play on yeah, my phone. Yeah, exactly. I've downloaded and deleted like ton of games in the last month because I yep. can't find anything I want to play. Yep. Like honest to God, it's it's stupid how many times I've just gone back and reinstalled like Peggle. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm like, I give up, I give up. You all suck. Mm-hmm. And I just go play, you know, plants for zombies or yeah. Mario Jump was fun. Yeah. Uh I got bored with it pretty quick. I feel like did it launch when it launched, like you couldn't play it that much. It like, like maybe paywall, so. Or like there's yeah. like a paywall. Yeah, but it's only like five bucks. 
and then you get the whole game. Oh, well, maybe that was maybe I I didn't like it enough to before the paywall to be willing to pay mm. to get past the paywall. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you know, like the hook wasn't quite set for me. I think on that one, but honestly, I don't. I can't. I had a game I was playing for a little while, maybe like a month, and that's all that it held. Since before that, it was like Pokemon Go. Like I just, I'll install games and just hate them, like so mm-hmm. quickly. And I'm just, and I'm like, yeah. uh, I, I, guess, I, I find that nowadays when because I'm into gotcha games, which it's I don't know for listeners, it's where you. It's basically a game that's <laughs> manipulates you into spending money on getting better characters. <laughs> Garrick hates himself. Yeah. Yeah, I hate myself. This is a technically a gotcha game, but it doesn't feel like one because you don't need to spend money to have a pretty decent team. Like you can level up your characters and have every uh, element on your team. Um, well, I guess not every element because you only have four people, but you can have ele- every element available to you for a team. Without having to spend any money whatsoever. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. So everybody go out there and play Gretchen Impact. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. That's Gretchen the one. Impact. That's the game. Engine Engine Instinct. Yep. That's, yep, that's that, the one. The yeah. third. Uh gold gold XD6. <laughs> what that is. Howie. Dock it. <clears throat> so yes. I huh? watched maybe a movie. Ooh, I'm out! Who? <laughs> that movie? Yep. Is and it zombies? Know, uh, no, it's not zombies. Beast. Actually, Korean, Korean. Yeah, I was saying Korean. Korean foreign film, foreign film. I I did watch a started thirty seconds of a zombie show, and it was all subtitled. And I'm like, no, I'm not there. What? Oh, something's right, wrong right there. What's I'm not there yet. You, well, it just wasn't did, in the mood. Did, did Mike rub his pustules on you? I wasn't in the mood. <laughs> I fe- the subtitles weren't working. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so it would have been just me being like, um, hmm. yeah, it was kind of funny because it was, yeah, just wasn't working. Anyways, but no, what I am going to talk about that I watched is the new Mulan. Ah, <laughs> I asked my daughter, do you want to watch this? And she she sits there. She's standing in the middle of the room, looks at the TV, just like watching the animation at the top of the screen, like before you click mm-hmm. to watch. And she's just looking at it and she's looking really pensive. And she goes, no. And then just left the room without any explanation whatsoever. And I'm like, well, that's, <laughs> that's it. This, in my opinion, is the best remake they've done. Whoa. Whoa. Whoa! What? Because it wasn't the gauntlet on the entire internet right here. Because I would go the opposite direction. (laughs) I know. I really have a fight. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, one of you needs to make a man out of the other one. I like. I really, really. (laughs) I think the the original cartoon was is amazing. Um, It is, and this is not that at all. No. So once you get past that and you watch the movie. Yeah, that's if I were going to watch this movie, I would be going into it going, let's see what this Mulan story is. Yeah, because from my understanding, and and you guys could probably, you probably know better, but Mulan is kind of based on a real, I don't know if it's fictional folklore or if it's a real person, but it's based on something and there's a lot of different kind of stories based from, from her. Derek's the one who knows about Asia stuff, not me. So, 
Uh, yes. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, so there's a lot of different kind it's a, of... She's like a folklore. Yeah. Like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so there's like different takes on Mulan. Sure. So, I mean, it would make sense that there, there could be different takes within the movies and, sure. the, and whatever, but uh, the the it was, definitely wasn't a musical. I was going to say, are there any songs? Because it definitely the, doesn't look like it. There's a, a couple of... Um, like orchestral versions, yeah. Where they, yeah. it's more like they're sneaking in, yeah, right, right. The, the, <laughs> giving yeah. you the the, the a little bit of taste, tingles. yeah. Um, they've changed a few things to actually make it historically accurate, where the the cartoon is not, right. Um, what? From my it's understanding, not? so like the the bad people were would not have been. Well, I forget what they are. Mongols. The they 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 named them or Huns. I don't remember. Yeah, they named whatever <laughs> would, whatever would have been more accurate. I've seen there Mulan once, <laughs> yeah, one time. Oh um, man, that's a great movie. I was it, the, I, it was past my my Disney Prime. They definitely added uh, this chick, um, Batty, who was not. I mean, it was not even a thing. Yep. Um, but it, it, that was a little bit odd. Because it felt like it was put there just for, yeah, uh, uh, an impact that didn't need to be made. Yeah, but um, it also kind of, in some ways, helped develop a for Mulan saying, "I could go your direction, or I can go right my direction," kind of a thing. So overall, I really, really liked it. I, I, when I say it's the best remake that Disney's done of their stuff. It's with that's a, not the, an asterisk. Yeah, it's not saying a lot. <laughs> yeah, because most of the remakes have been pretty terrible. Mm. Um, Jungle Book was good. I, and I have Cinderella was okay. Yeah, Aladdin was terrible, but enjoyable. <laughs> Aladdin was terrible but enjoyable. That's a perfect way to describe it. That's absolutely <laughs> true. I really, I really liked the. Okay, so I like uh, the Badlands. That kind of crazy. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's uh, a good show. Kung Fu, that's the best show ever. Keep, you know, flying ridiculousness, Ugh. and <laughs> this had that style to some degree, right? Um, and it wasn't like it wasn't like the Badlands where it was like super over the top all the time. Yeah, like see that was my thing. Tiger hidden is that dragon. it wasn't over the top all the time. They only used it sparingly. <laughs> I don't like. I, I actually. I wanted all crouching dragon all the time. All yeah. crouching dragon. Is there yeah. is there a genre like a kung fu? Is there a word to describe that subgenre yeah, where it's like there, it is a thing, but o- I don't know overly orchestrated like dancey, yeah, like, flowery kung fu, gun fu kind of craziness. There's got to be a word that's not yeah. everything Derek? I just said. Derek, what is it? What? I don't know. It's folklore. Fire fighting. It's Chinese folklore. <laughs> Yeah, so. firefighting. Firefighting. <laughs> the um, I, I just uh, the chick who plays Mulan had, does most of her own stunts. Yeah, uh, which I found pretty impressive. Uh, oh, yeah. What um, <laughs> is it? Donnie? Yeah, Donnie Yen. Donnie Yen. He's the uh, best. He was enjoyable, and. He's- great yeah the, it's it's it really it, i loved it but uh i could understand why it's not some people's cup of tea. that's what the, i i suspect i might enjoy it because i don't care about 
the original Mulan Disney movie and, much and, at all. And to be honest, I don't think I've ever, I think I've said this before, I don't think I've ever actually sat and watched the original Mulan movie front to back. I haven't either. I've seen it's it, been, but not I've probably, I've pro- as a whole, probably seen it three or four times. Yeah. Or heard it. <laughs> yeah. I think I watched but, like two thirds of it in one yeah. sitting, but the rest of the time it's just pieces that like. Oh, but man, yeah, they movie so they got movies. rid of the dragon. Oh, no Eddie Murphy dragon. No Eddie Murphy dragon, but they and the done, cricket. No cricket. Dunking. No cricket. But actually, no, there is a cricket. Um, oh, there is. Yeah, you're right. Uh, they they replaced cricket. They just kind of a little shout out to cricket. There's a a dude, one Name of the w- one of the boys in the yeah named cricket and. That that was probably my biggest complaint is those dudes. Lucky. Um, there were t- times when they were a little bit. Uh, at times, they were completely over the top. Oh yeah, <laughs> trying to add that comedy factor that kind Punch of. It up. So it, it kind of took me out a, f- a little bit there, but they replaced the dragon with a more accurate phoenix. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, okay, that's a thing. Yeah, so that that would have been more accurate for for where where they at in the time. I guess uh, uh, this is stuff I just kind of read after the fact. So just because I was kind of curious what you know why they did mm-hmm. some certain things, but uh, yeah, uh, I'm gonna go. watch it. There you I, go. I want to watch it now. Yeah, I I, I didn't I, before. <laughs> I wanted because I heard it was might have been a little bit not good for kids. And so uh, the main reason I watched it was because of that. I wanted to watch it before yeah, you, we let any of our kids watch it just to make sure. Right. Uh, which I think most of our kids would be fine with it. There's a couple parts that they may, my kids get scared a little easier. Right. Uh, they may get scared at, but it was overall would have been fine. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and then I'm like, oh, I'm kind of surprised actually. Enjoyed that. Good. Good. Howie, I've, I, I'm glad to hear it because. I'll probably just watch it without my kid. I'll watch it by myself. Yeah. Do it like that. Watching some Mulan. Mm-hmm. So, so. You, did, you you did not like it, Eric? I did not. No. So that now that I'm really curious, like it does it appeal <laughs> which, more to non-Mulan fans. Which is kind of funny probably. because. That's yeah. probably it. Yeah. Because I loved the first the yeah. animated movie. Like that's probably one of my favorite Disney movies. My wife's favorite Disney movie other than Sleeping Beauty, it, for whatever reason is uh, Mary Poppins, and she hated Mary Poppins Returns. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. was not brought up on Mary Poppins. I saw it, like, a little bit of it one day in school, like, on a field day at the end of the year or something like that. It's long. It is. And I, I've seen it since several times, but I, I was, for the most part, I was not brought up on classic Disney films. It wasn't mm-hmm. until Beauty and the Beast came out that we started paying attention. Okay, mm-hmm. And uh, I thought Mary Poppins Returns was great. My wife hates it. Hates it. This is the the kind of this is what you're gonna get. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Disney's remaking the stuff, which I think for the most part is kind of dumb that they're doing it. But it, it that's that's what you're gonna get. The people yeah. who grew up and and love this stuff, you know, you're not going. You're never going to hit them right where unless you're doing a scene for scene remake and doing something amazing. Yeah. That, you know. That's the thing. It you, The bar is fixed at a certain height. Yeah. You can't exceed it because, it, you know, the best you can do is as good as you did. Yeah. Because you're literally redoing something. Even if you punch it up, make what you think are improvements, those are just changes. Yeah. You're not going to... 
that you're not going to move the bar higher. So all you're doing is going, all right, how little can we fail at this? Yeah. You know, I think what also bothered me about is they were, I understood they were attempting to do the crouching tiger, hidden dragon type stuff. But, Mm -hmm. but to me, it seemed like, like a Disney version of the crouching tiger, hidden, like they were afraid to commit. Yeah, like I had the veneer of, oh yeah, this is Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. But when you looked at it, you're like, no, that's just uh, like a saccharine knockoff of that same thing. Well, it's like this isn't very honest to me. I have a, I have a, <laughs> I, I have a couple takes on that. Um, being from the outside of that genre, really, I mean, there's parts of it I really enjoy, but I've not dived too deep into it, so I don't. I you know I'm. I don't know a lot about it, but I felt like they they were doing it just a little bit. They didn't want to overdo it. But also, as far as the story goes, it kind of makes sense, too, because they call it uh, their chi. That's yeah. what yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. gives the gives certain people the special ability right. to do right, right. go beyond, right? Uh, well, everybody has it, but some people really tap into it. It's like mm-hmm. the force. But uh, <laughs> yeah, basically, uh, and, or the and, other way around, <laughs> where women aren't allowed to show any chi. No, okay. Uh, and they got to keep their cheese covered. They got to keep all their cheese covered, and, <laughs> and otherwise, you're it's gonna go moldy. You're gonna bring dishonor. You're gonna get moldy cheese. Yep. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and it's it's also kind of a rare thing that m- most people don't really have a lot in that order. So you wouldn't see it a lot. Mm-hmm. So that also kind of makes sense why it wouldn't be so prominent in this movie. Gotcha. That's my take on it. Yeah. All right. Well, that's the Mulan breakdown. Thanks for joining us, everybody tonight. Yep. Oh, wait, Mulan. me. <clears throat> I gotta go. Oh, I gotta go. Oh, yeah. You still have I gotta to. go before, uh, before I say, uh, the movie, I, I do want to add actually one note to the watching the sixth sense with my daughter, nine years old, nine year old girl. You know, I'm just going to spoil Six Sense for everybody right here. Okay. Oh, oh no. dude. It's happening. So, oh, Nicole Kidman was a ghost. Yeah. Right? yeah the, shh, <laughs> we haven't watched the others yet. Shh. She, <laughs> she wants to watch it. She wants to watch it. Um, so, like, literally, okay, you know, uh, skinny, emaciated, sweaty Donnie Wahlberg walks in in his skivvy, shoots him in the stomach. And then <laughs> it fades to black while he's laying there holding his stomach on the bed. And then it says, the next fall. And he's sitting there on a park bench. And my nine-year-old goes, but he's dead. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, crap, how do I save this entire movie? (laughs) No, he's not dead. And so I go, what what, what do you mean? And she goes, he just died. And I'm like, you're you're looking at him, aren't you? She goes, I guess. <laughs> I'm like, gosh, dang it! What are we doing to these kids? <laughs> well, because you can't like lie to her and deceive her, right? Because then I'm just like, J.J. Abrams. So yeah, <laughs> I, exactly. Yeah. So I just you're looking at him, are you? And then she forgot about thinking he was dead and actually did it have the full effect of the movie and <laughs> didn't even remember thinking that afterward. And I brought it up. I was telling my wife about it, and she gets this. My kid gets this big sheepish grin on her face. And I'm like, yeah, she practically ruined the whole movie for herself by by not trusting the filmmaker. <laughs> so you know, we could all learn a lesson. We shouldn't have trusted M. Night as long as we did. Um, <laughs> True. Yeah. 
So anyway, no, my my docket this uh I didn't have a lot of time to watch much because having to watch the thirty hour long version of Return of the King really ate yeah. into my free time. Maybe you watched the Maybe, short yeah. version. Yeah, I know, I know. I didn't I couldn't commit to the hundred and sixty hour. <laughs> uh but I watched uh I watched a little Netflix movie called A Hubie Halloween. Hubie Halloween, <laughs> buddy. Hubie Halloween. Adam Sandler still Hubie. just cranking him out for that big <laughs> fat Netflix money. Does he have like a hundred picture deal with them? I, I know they basically offered him a small country. And <laughs> since then he just, he just craps out these comedies I'm not doing anything. and then, you know, a drama here or there, but just poop, just, just, just all over the place. He's, all he's genre like four or five a year. Yeah. Just it? cranking them out. And what I've found is that most of them are meh. Hubie Halloween is completely meh, and damn it, I enjoyed the hell out of it. <laughs> it it's is essentially Chandler, man. yeah. It's to me the Hubie Hubie Dubois is the character he's playing, which is basically what if Bobby Boucher grew up in Salem, Massachusetts? That's that's basically the film right there. You know, he's got a weird obsessive mom. A, you know, he talks like he just doesn't sound Cajun or whatever, but he's doing that whole Uba Duba. Adam Sandler voice <laughs> and like of course all of the usual suspects are there Steve Buscemi is there you know you you pretty much know like you're you're waiting for uh for uh oh frick what's his name uh, uh why can I remember Rob Schneider uh, thank you Rob Schneider you know Rob Schneider's gonna turn up at some point so you're like all right we'll just wait where's the Rob Schneider you know all all the people from the Sandler gang, and of course the the mom from Modern Family who was in Happy Gilmore. She's the love interest, and this one Kevin James is her ex husband, who's also the cop and was captain of the football team in high school. It's all <laughs> it's so dumb because basically this dude loves Halloween and he's obsessive about it, and he's all he goes like he's made himself like the Halloween official Halloween safety person of the town. <laughs> and he goes to like elementary schools and talks to kids about Halloween. And of course, even the, the kids all hate him when he's riding his bike because he doesn't have a car. He rides his bike through town. People are always just throwing like cinder blocks at his head. <laughs> like it yeah, starts off with a, like a recurring gag. Yeah, it know? starts off with eggs and he's so used to it. He's got he's oh, oh my God. He's got this thermos. He's always got a thermos mounted on his belt. Right. And this thermos. <laughs> this alone would have sold me on the movie. It's like a Swiss Army thermos. The thermos is whatever device he needs it to be at any point. So when he first whips it out, these kids are throwing eggs at him. He holds out the thermos and catches the eggs, and the thermos shakes it up and then drinks it. He's like, oh, your breakfast, Rocky Balboa style. <laughs> and it's <laughs> it's dumb. He's catching them. Oh, man. The, but then at one point, the thermos is a telescope. At another point, the thermos is a shovel. Like, literally, the thermos it's is a grappling anything. hook. It's a grappling hook, like a firing a gun, thermos. grapple gun. Nice. It makes no sense. And that is what tells you you're not supposed to overthink anything in this movie at all. It's just silliness. You know, Tim Meadows, Maya Rudolph. I mean, <laughs> oh, uh, from, uh, why can't, I can't remember anybody's name. Ray Liotta. Oh, Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta's in the movie. A, a substantial role. <laughs> and it's just so... And who's he playing? Ray Liotta. You know? And not He's not actually playing himself, but it's it's Ray Liotta as Ray Liotta, more or less. Ben Stiller? Yeah, Ben it? Stiller in the opening scene, just, I'm going to, a little spoiler, Ben Stiller reprises his role from Happy Gilmore. 
<laughs> like right out of the gates, it's straight up mustache and all. He's right there. And, uh, you know, it's just a quick scene, but it's like Adam Sandler's like, hey, I got all this Netflix money. You guys want to come over and you know, we're going to we're gonna do this. I mean, that's really silly. We just, But it'll be a lot of fun. Just come over and do a day of shooting. And they're just like, yeah, I, what am I going to do? Yeah, sure. I'll come over for a day. <laughs> and so just everybody just gets involved and has seemingly a really good time. And that's what makes the movie fun to watch. So Hubie Halloween. And it's it's I mean, it's got some language in it, but it's mostly family friendly uh, film. So I uh, yeah, give it a thumbs up. It's, this is the kind of the kind of candy I want right now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like Bill and Ted. Hall- Halloween candy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Halloween fl- Halloween style right now. But like all these movies that are coming out that are just kind of like feel goods, you know, <clears throat> it's I, dumb. It's dumb fun. And yeah. it gets forty-six percent no, on well, Rotten Tomatoes, so you know yeah. it's got to be good. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, yeah like buddy. this is the definition of mediocre right now. It's forty-eight percent from critics, forty-nine percent from audience. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You're not going to come away from this movie going, "Wow, let's let's dialogue this." You're going to walk away from this movie going, "That was a great way to waste some time." and i'm probably gonna watch it again next year (laughs) it's a halloween tradition that's right we'll go bust up our annual hubie and speaking (laughs) of busting stuff up it's time for some quick news all the news well boys oh you're mike no, you're Mike. I just wanted to say, well, boys. Oh, how dare you? How mm-hmm. dare you? Say I stole it. it back. I stole it. All right. Take Z- it back. That was me saying it backward. <laughs> Poorly. Ah. I think I got the first part. That that Zop. And then, well, we, 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 we. there you go. Nailed it. Paul is dead. Nailed it. Take us away on news, Garrick. You got some news items here. Whoa. I'm doing it. Yeah, you are. Uh, well, boys. Nice. My boys. We got some. Uh, <laughs> well, my home dogs. We got some Star Wars news in the news. There's quite a bit of Star Wars news. Yeah, but there is. But m- the most important Star Wars news. This changes ever everything. Drop. Yeah. I don't care. The Mandalorian has news. been canceled. I don't care what you don't. You shut your whore mouth. I don't what? care what you think about Disney. <laughs> this changes everything. Yeah, so it was <laughs> dropped out there in the Twitterverse, I think. This is the first time I'm hearing this news, so I'm excited. Just a picture of a severed Lego hand with a bow on it <laughs> announcing a new Star Wars holiday special. You forgot the tag. The tag, bear, on, bear, the, bear, bear. The, the tag on the mini, the severed... <laughs> The my severed minifig hand. My own air horn. You forgot the tag on the severed minifig hand on the poster said to Luke oh, yeah. from dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so in true holiday special tradition, <laughs> this will actually release on November 17th, a.k.a. Life Day. Life I'm, Day. I'm chic. That's yes. the day that the holiday special aired. Exactly. Way, yeah. way back, back way in the back days in of your 1978, right? Oh, like <clears throat> no, that would have been 79 or 80, I thought, because they were shooting Empire. 78. 78, really? Pretty sure. Wow. Okay. Dag, yeah. yo. Uh, man, the holiday special. How have we not done an episode just about the holiday special? Oh, maybe we can. Maybe yeah. that's going to be part of the holiday plan this year. 
You should have that for 300. We need to figure out a way for everybody to watch it, the whole thing, and we do a watch party on Discord. Oh, is it? Is it a, I think it's all on YouTube somewhere. It, it may be. It may be. I would I would assume it, it's got to be. It's terrible. I can go dig out my VHS tape copy that we bought off eBay in college. <laughs> it was all grainy. Yes. And had all the commercials. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah. The Star Wars holiday special, the the thing that the thing that is so bad that it's good because yeah. it is so bad. The it was really bad. The most and painful it, corporate cash grab I think ever <laughs> recorded. And what's amazing about this is they're doing it in the Lego version, which mm -hmm. any Lego, I know I love Lego Star Wars, the games and stuff, everything. Cause it's got a, uh, an incredible like tongue in cheek, but yet still nailing everything about Star Wars. Yeah. Which I, I love, I love. So it's love letter, rolling... love letter satire. Oh yeah. So yeah. now that you know, they're doing the holiday special, you know, you're going to see all the stuff from the holiday special. Mm -hmm. I'm sure. <laughs> and just dung all in the Lego tongue in cheek style, which I am incredibly excited. about. Yeah. The story mm -hmm. is that um, it's after the rise of Skywalker and Ray is getting ready for life day and it's bringing it's, I think they're all, I think all the actors are voicing the characters. I believe oh, that's incredible. I think I saw that even though it sounds, it, it sounds impossible. Yeah. <laughs> like John Boyega just doesn't really seem on board lately and I don't blame him at all, but, um, but I'm not sure somebody's going to want to, going to need to fact check me on that. Um, but yeah, it's, there's like some sort of like, time travel mishap or something and ray ends up going back through all these like important moments in star wars or something and i don't know it sounds like it's it's a very grandiose setup that it will probably be a lot of fun yeah um, and rose trico's supposed to have a prominent role yeah rose rose is, yeah rose is Which the, in and of itself is, is brilliant yes of that course is great. That of is course so lego it, it is. It's like, how do they know? Like, they're like, what can we do that fans will love, other fans will hate, and the rest of the fans will go, that's hilarious. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, it's going to be divisive. Like, Lego's smart enough. It, you know, the, the Lego involved people with this are, they're smart enough to go, we can use this whole debate, this whole angry fan divisive thing, because we know that it's not the majority of people. You know, it's just a few people, bad eggs on the internet who want to argue either side, but we can make fun of that by just bringing it right in. And I think that's hilarious. Yeah, that is great. Especially since Lucas would, would hardly even acknowledge a holiday special existed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've, I've, I've heard I mean, one he, interviewer he, even he, talked about it. He warmed up after a while, but man, if you asked him about it way back in the day, he wouldn't even. He was not nice about it. He wasn't not. Yeah. He was nice about it. He's like, well, I had nothing to do with that. Yeah. Like I, I think there was one interview where he's like, I had nothing to do with that, so I have nothing to say about it. Like he was I mean, just yeah. really curt. I don't know how true it was, but I mean, there were rumors he tried to destroy every copy mm -hmm. in existence, <laughs> but obviously you can't. Yeah, that was you no. Know, with Star Wars fans, you're not going to destroy everything. That was the way the legend went back in the day. You can't even find it. It was this apocryphal. Blah blah blah. Which is why when I bought it off eBay and it showed up and it was the most like worst copy ever. It was a copy of a thousand <laughs> other copies. 
And mm-hmm. I was still happy to get it. And then the Weird Al White and Nerdy video comes out, and he's like doing that back alley deal and a paper sack copy of VHS <laughs> Star Wars Holiday Special. And I was like, oh, close to home, Al. You're hitting me where it counts. Yeah, this is what we did before YouTube. Yeah. We ordered VHS off of eBay. Yep. And never did it again. That was my first eBay purchase ever. And it was like, it took three months <laughs> to get there. <laughs> I had to keep emailing the dude. I'm like, where's my tape, bro? Dude, I got to spool up my VHS to VHS recorder, man. Christmas is right around the corner, man. <laughs> oh, that was, uh, that was a good time. We have other Star Wars news. Oh, we do? Yeah. What? Man, uh, a trailer, trailer 2 for Mando Season 2 dropped today. What? I didn't yep. see that shit. Yep. That's because there's not a lot to see. They added like two shots. Oh. It wasn't it wasn't much more. It was, it was very slightly more than the TV spot, which was like a couple of like maybe one point two seconds. They extended the fight scene at the Gamorrean battle arena. Right? Yeah, this one you get another shot of him uh on with his jetpack firing. Oh, uh cool. and uh, one other thing, but like no new no none of the characters you want to see or anything. They they know that the people who most of the people who are going to watch Mando don't know that much about, you know, Ahsoka or what well, God forbid Bo-Katan or anything like that, or whoever, whomever, uh, what's her name from the WWE's plan, but, uh, <laughs> whether it's Sabine or not, um, but they know the hardcore fans do want to see that, but the hardcore fans are going to watch anyway and be on the tip of their seats, you know, the edge of their seats the whole time. So what's to be gained from putting them in the trailers? Yeah, you know, true. so uh, it's like yeah. I I fully bought into a few weeks ago that we were going to see uh, Ahsoka in the trailer because that's the way it was getting spun when the trailer got delayed. But now I'm looking back on. There's no need. <laughs> I mean, have <laughs> they even they? officially said that she's playing Ahsoka or is that I mean, at this point, I understood I that yeah. she probably will be. But yeah, I, at this point, I, I wouldn't even know how to go back to find that out. Know, Other than to just flip through StarWars.com and see if they ever actually made an announcement. I'm pretty sure it's on IMDb that she's playing it, but who knows? IMDb's been wrong before. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, it's like, I've I've also heard a lot of people say confidently that What's-Her-Name's playing Sabine. And I'm like, I know that hasn't been, I, I'm, I'm almost positive that hasn't been officially said. I'm just like not getting my hopes up about any of those characters returning well, I don't want to get my hopes up either, but now the rumor mill's hitting really strong that there's going to be a spinoff series that features Cara Dune and Bo-Katan. Well, I could. Well, if Katie Sackhoff is obviously going to be Bo-Katan, I mean, there's no doubt about it. Well, that. I mean, she technically already is. <laughs> yeah, she is. <laughs> Voice the character, right? Yeah. So. But, uh, but yeah, they're saying there's going to be a spinoff series about those two characters, which I'm like, I'm in for that. Katie Sackhoff's cool. She's totally loves being part of the nerd community. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like sci-fi has been her bread and butter. And I don't think there's any reason why she should only do sci-fi. I mean, shoot, I loved her in Longmire. But like, I I like the fact that she's totally like, yeah, I'm in. You know what I mean? It's just kind of like, oh, oh, no, I don't want to be pigeonholed. You know, I did Battlestar and I do some C-dub stuff and all that. No, she's like, what? Star Wars? Yes. Where do I sign? And I I love that about her. <laughs> and I I would totally I don't know I have such a crush on her. I'll shut up. I'll just keep gushing. Otherwise, <laughs> but yeah I I I I think that 
I mean, we're talking Favreau and Filoni. I think they're going to they, serve if up. If they had her and um, had Deborah Chow direct all the episodes, <laughs> that would probably be the most incredible series ever created. <laughs> throw some, maybe throw some Sabine in there. And yeah, yeah. Be pretty Ahsoka legit. Every now and then, maybe she shows up. Mm-hmm. I'm a for it. I'm for it. <laughs> I think they're just going to be like in the background and you're going to want to hear one of them say, where's Ezra? And that's it. <laughs> and then I punch the TV. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yep. You give it the Howie PC monitor treatment. Yep. You break that screen. <laughs> Bam. Boom. And then that guy from iZombie shows up. <laughs> yes. Yep. I can't remember his name, but he was like rumored to be playing Ezra. Oh, that guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He posted a bunch of stuff. <laughs> yeah, like, he keeps doing it. And then later it. he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. No, I was just kidding, man. And then he does it again. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's trolling. I know. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Part of me wants it to happen. I want this to be what makes yeah. it happen. <laughs> that, that dude is hilarious in yeah. iZombie. Like, he, he well, was I feel like, mm-hmm. I feel like Twitter is how um, Rosario got the role of Ahsoka. Yeah. So maybe he's like queuing in on that. <laughs> yeah. <he's> like, <laughs> maybe if I do this. Maybe yeah. if I give myself the part and I just show up one day. <laughs> well, see, that's the key. Sometimes look for my red. Sometimes, if you want something to get made, you just start acting like it's going to happen, or you do it yourself, right? <laughs> kind of like one of our other news items, right, Garrick? Yeah. So uh, <laughs> there's some big news coming out of the uh, the DC. U E C U E U E U L M N O P. I don't know what they're calling that crap nowadays. Yep. The cinematic universe. So you know uh Killmonger from the uh Black Panther? No, no. oh you mean Johnny Storm? Yeah, aka the human torch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know yeah. how he's all into that Marvel stuff? Yeah, he likes that well, stuff. He's, he's switching sides, baby. What? He's going to DC. <clears throat> why? Yeah, well, I'll tell you why. He's going to produce a new DC movie a called, well, I guess. Blade the, 4. The, 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 Wait, that's not DC. The, the character involved uh, in the main story will be Static Shock. What? You guys heard of the Static Shock? Heck yeah, I've heard of the Static Shock. Nope. Oh, man. So. Sancho, Static Shock? Eh? Um, not familiar. <laughs> oh. <laughs> This, yeah, nobody, nobody, nobody knows. You had to be shot, the right man. age. You had to be the right age yeah. when that cartoon hit. I happen, I stumbled into it like watching. Was it on Cartoon Network or something? I don't know. It was on one of the. Uh, it had to be on one of the network shows because I didn't have cable when it was like, released. Okay, I think. I don't know. I feel like I maybe I watched it in college after the fact. I don't know, but yeah. So Static Shock was a cartoon that. I probably watched three or four episodes before I even realized it was a DC thing. Yeah. Because like, then Batman shows up. Yeah. He <laughs> <laughs> does. It's about it's about a kid what has the power to control electricity. Mm-hmm. And the characters are really cool. And it was yeah, a really the, good show. <laughs> it was a it was a great show. Like, it really uh, was. So the the main character, um, I think his name was Virgil, right? So, or no, yeah, that was that his dad. Yeah, 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 I don't remember. It's been a it while. Voice, <laughs> voiced by Phil Lamar. I don't yeah. Because he's awesome. Yeah, Phil Lamar is pretty He great. basically gets the power of electricity, which allows electromagnetism, I should say, which allows him to like 
get a trash can lid and like fly around on it. Which yeah, dude, awesome. he's like Kid Cloud Kicker <laughs> flying around on a trash can lid. It's awesome. Yeah. And he has this like nerdy little friend who like creates all these gadgets for him. And they're just basically these like two bit wannabe heroes. Yeah, they're like, to they're in the like day. high school or middle school or something. I mean, they're kids. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think they're high school. Yeah, like, like they go to like, like an advanced or school something. or something like that. Yeah, but it's great how they like, and it, I mean the the show is more or less ahead of its time. I think when did it come out? Like two, early two thousands had to be right. Yeah, it, something uh, like that. It would have been. It was on WB time. actually. Now that I remember it, they had all those uh, DC shows, right? Like the Batman the animated series. And Dude, I remember things. watching Batman on Fox. I I don't know where it was at the time. Two thousand was when it came out. Two thousand. Yep. Wow, I watched that in 2000. Man. Yeah, I was going to say, I was in college when wow. I first saw it. Yeah. Uh, but they, they now, as I understand it, the character was made for the show. I think it was based off of a, a character called Static. Oh, okay. This made him Static Shock. Okay. But the, the, the character in the, I don't know if they reimagined it or whatever, but yeah, the, the show is what I know Static Shock from. And I was. Yeah. Super excited when I heard this because it's a great character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's is is a really great character, and and I, I feel like it's it's it it was such a product of its time, and it flew up past everybody. And you know, it was pre it was right pre HD. You know, mm-hmm. and it sucks because there's a lot of great stuff that came out around the turn of the century that you don't see anywhere now because it wasn't old enough to be classic, but because everything's HD now. Nobody wants to go back and do like re-release these standard deaf shows. You know, there's a lot of shows that just get like, well, it was right before we did the HD thing. So we can just pretend it never happened. <laughs> you know, there's not mm-hmm. a demand for it because it's too recent, but also, okay, now it's too late and no one cares. And I hate that. You know, I always say the same thing about like Ed, uh, you know, it's not available anywhere. Drew Carey shows not available anywhere. All of those shows from right in that time period have just kind of disappeared Unless they were some sort of like insane fan favorites at the time, so yeah, this I I think it's great. I think they could do yeah. a lot with that character. I think, uh, yeah, I really think because they're basically like street level, uh, just fighting basic crime. Nothing, mm-hmm. which I think DC desperately needs. Uh, exactly, because they came out punching with like, oh no, here's uh, the mother boxes, and yeah. <laughs> they're going to destroy the universe. Yeah. Like, okay. Yep. Dial it back, bro. Yeah. So this is good to, that they're kind of seeming like they're dialing it back a little bit to get like a every man's view of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I I don't know. I like the fact that Michael B. Jordan is producing it because oh, that yeah. that seems like a passion grab to me. Yeah, absolutely. You I know? wonder if he watched it. Do you think he watched it while I was watching at the same time? Yeah, he was thinking about you, bro. You guys you guys are like you guys are static shock the same Eskimo show brothers. at the same time. <laughs> absolutely absolutely the way that went down is that all we got for news that's it since y'all talking about the lord of the rings return of the king i have a super special extended edition pork and by the week Oh, yeah. That's right. Y'all know that uh, the theme where Pippin is singing 
And Denethor is like eating tomatoes that for some reason bleed blood red, even though tomatoes ain't got red juice. And he's dribbling all over the plate. And Billy Boy's just sitting there singing his heart out. Yeah, that wasn't in the script initially. But when one night they were shooting, they all went out to the pub. And Philippa, one of the writers, heard Billy singing. And she's like, damn, son. So they wrote that scene in (laughs) to take advantage of the fact that Billy Boy got the pipes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so there you go. But that's not all. What? Yeah. I don't know if y'all know this. But we could a twofer. The it's I said it's especially y'all need to live. Extended, man. You need to live. You said extended, you didn't say twofer. Well, don't get your hopes up. Cause it might be a threefer. <gasps> oh. Triple eviction? Lord of the Rings, Return Again? of the King won itself some Oscars. Do y'all know this? I've yes. heard that, yeah. It was nominated for 11 Oscars. And won 12. And <laughs> they gave it an extra one. And it tied the most wins ever with two films, Ben-Hur and Titanic, because it swept, it swept every category that it was nominated oh, for. Yeah. I don't know if y'all know this. But oh, <laughs> three fur? Are we three fur, baby! Can we get a four fur? But... You never, you never see nobody fighting, fighting Thoron in the age that the film takes place in. I mean, you you see Aragorn's great, 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 super great granddaddy, like you know, cutting his finger off, which that really pissed him off because he all died and stuff at the time. So he blew up. Yep. But everybody was, they were thinking that maybe everybody's going to want to see that scene repeated with Aragorn. So they actually shot a scene where Aragorn Thor fights Thoron. <laughs> I feel like I don't even know how that would have worked. <laughs> I feel like that kind of breaks the film in half. Yeah, it breaks. And done. I'm kind of glad that we didn't end up with a Hobbit-like mess because it seems like we were just one step away the whole time. <laughs> that would implied he got his ring back. Yeah. Funny thing is... Uh, the behind-the-scenes stuff on on this movie is insane. Yes, like they literally would like if someone you know what if what if it was this though? Uh, I don't know. Call someone, get a check for twenty five mil. We're gonna shoot it. <laughs> Will we use it? Eh. <laughs> Are we actually gonna put it in the film? <laughs> Could maybe I don't know. That, re- get, that reminds me of a a PS two game I played. I think called uh, Lord of the Rings: The Third Age. Oh yeah. The final boss was <laughs> the eye of Sauron. <laughs> where you're the actually actual on, eye? the actual eye where you're on top of the tower uh and you fight the the eye. Does the it like shoot eye. orange lightning at you? <laughs> yes. Nice. Do you t- do you try to put mascara on without getting it on the eye? <laughs> yeah, you just poke it with a brush yeah. repeatedly. <laughs> Throw knives at the Things, eye. Doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you like it. It was an incredible game because it was like every the characters were like almost side by side with the main storyline up until that part where you had to fight an, a giant eye. <laughs> Suspend your disbelief. I uh this I mean the they originally the Witch King looked so much like Sauron that it confused the audiences. So they had to go back and reshoot and re affect all the scenes with the Witch King. To change his design. The Witch King of Agamar from Sauron. I mean, no. But here's the funny thing. Come on. 
how do how how could he look more like Sauron? <laughs> he pretty much almost looks exactly like Sauron does at the beginning of Fellowship. So I'm sitting there thinking, oh, oh, really, really? I mean, it's a it's funny they th- threw money after money after money at this film. Weren't it they? probably could have been a much tighter ship. <laughs> But we ended up with a pretty damned amazing, you know, Reefer. cap what's, to the series. What's so sad about it is Titanic won all those Oscars for some reason. Yeah, that's the worst. It doesn't part. make any sense at all. That movie, I knew that movie sucked the day I saw it. I knew it was going to suck before I saw it, and I watched it, and I was like, "That movie's terrible." And everybody's going to pretend it's great, and twenty years from now, no one will care about this movie. And it's true. I don't. I don't want anyone ever to use Titanic and Return of the King in the same sentence again. Oh, damn it. Yep. <laughs> yep. Violated your you own rule. You just played the game. I did the thing. I did yep. the thing. You just played yourself. Return yeah. of the King. This oh, There's a lot of action in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, my favorite part is the song Frodo of the Nine Fingers <laughs> and the Ring of Doom. Why did we play that at the beginning of this? I, I would n- never thought of it. <laughs> just, I'm thinking about just playing the Ballad of Bilbo Baggins at the top of every podcast, no matter what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. if, the soundtrack in the animated Return of the King is pretty cute, though. I liked it. I have not watched any of them yet. Oh really? Not yet. Oh. I have the I have the Hobbit queued up and ready to go. I'm hoping to watch it maybe this weekend uh, well, because I wanted it's to get through than this. the Peter Jackson version. That's for sure. Well, I'm Hobbit. never gonna finish mm-hmm. that one because I saw the first two and that was enough to learn my lesson. <laughs> I will never watch the end of it because it was terrible in every possible yeah. way. You'll like the soundtrack for that. I remember being disappointed when I learned that they actually didn't have a Fellowship or Two Towers like animated it's just oh. hobbit and return of the king i didn't know that till you said it just now ran out of money why? i guess why'd they start with return of the king after doing the hobbit because they they knew that they couldn't make all three so let's just make the end let's mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah you gotta get because if, if you make the one you haven't done anything <laughs> if you just make fellowship you haven't accomplished anything so that's pretty uh that's it's pretty ballsy move but there's just this move. This movie is war front to back. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. it's like a couple different wars. Yeah, well, there's several battles, right? Mm-hmm. How many? How many overall? So the last movie ended with Helm's Deep and Isengard, right? Yes. And so now this one started with them riding up to Isengard. Yeah. In the best scene ever. Yeah, with with uh, Mary and Pippin smoking their uh, <laughs> their their pipe, pipe weed. Like, hey, what's up, guys? Yeah. And the Salted <laughs> Park is particularly good. Gandalf's like, what the hell, man? Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> hobbits. Ooh, hobbits. I uh I, I yeah, it's a it's a great calm down scene, even though it's the beginning of the movie. It's <laughs> it's it's a yeah. good come down after the long battle at the end of Two Towers. But even at this one, I mean here you've got the battle of uh whatever the town is that's across the field from Minas Tirith. Osgiliath. Osgiliath. I see. I just I paused because I knew it was going to be there. Um, you got, and then <laughs> you've got all uh, the prepping for all the battle that's going to happen at Minas Tirith. And then while that's happening, you got the whole scene where we're, we're ghost recruiting, which that 
the ex- super extended <laughs> edition, this is where I felt like it got really weak. <laughs> when they're in the caves and they're going to like go talk to the dead army, and it's like just you know Gimli like yeah walking over the bones and they're all crunching and it's the dumbest thing and i'm like this is the hobbit i am i'm mad (laughs) this is what the hobbit was and this is why you know just like george lucas needs a good editor peter jackson needs a better one oh man we were oh man every extended scene in that movie was pure gold no no i agree with every every single scene and then they they go hey hey ghosts want to come work for us and the ghosts are like oh we got to go to the bathroom brb and then the skull (laughs) we only answer to the heir of gondor dumb dumb yeah it's like well guess what i got a sword Check check out the sword bro yeah but then the skull avalanche that chases them out of the cave I'm like, what the hell is... I don't remember this. <laughs> like, they're literally getting chased out of the cave by avalanches of skulls. And I'm like, this is dumb. Yeah, that's all the traitors, man. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I got that without the skull avalanche. But then they redeemed it when they came out of the cave and the uh, the black uh, uh, sail people, the mercenaries come up and they're like, like hey, we're going to take your boats. They're like, yeah, right over, dude. You and what army? Ha 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 ha! Uh, this one, this one, ghost one, ghost army. Ah, ghosted. Oh crap! I hate the ghosts. Um, that was great, great deleted scene right there. And then, like all the way up, the battle of Minas Tirith lasts just about for freaking ever. Oh, I'm not so complaining. Good. I'm just saying there's so much fighting in this movie. I don't even know uh, uh, a Lord of the Rings movie that's not. So I don't even know what's deleted or not because it's. Oh yeah! At this point, you can't tell one from the other. I only watch one version and one version only. <laughs> the one only version the, that contains three versions. The each. One I only version saw the theatrical version once, and that was in the theater. No, I still i I think only. the theatrical versions are very well put together films. Yeah, I still prefer them. I still yeah. watch them when I want to watch it. I don't care as that much for the extended scenes. I'm thank you for being a voice of Aww. reason. Sancho. I am disappointed these, in the two of you. These these children need both of us to parent them. No, <laughs> I mean, I need more. No. I've watched the extended versions a couple times, this is and so I, like, I know those scenes, but it really <laughs> so does impact the, the yeah. <laughs> I got to take other things slow. I can't live my whole life like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, then watch the extended versions because it makes it even yes in one point two. That's a thing. Speed. I have I have both the theatrical releases on DVD and the extended editions. The ones that I've been watching, or the Return of the King that I watched. And the two towers that I watched most recently were the super extended editions, which oh, yeah. I enjoyed the extended editions. I thought I'm like, oh, it was it was it was a bit much, but they were good. And I the super extended editions cross into the okay, there was a reason why this stuff wasn't in here. <laughs> and it, it, and a couple of times they cross very hard into that territory. Um, but yeah, I watched this theatrical version for the first time in a long time of fellowship when I was on vacation this summer, and I was like Man, I forgot how tight these were. Like they're mm-hmm. real tight. They feel real good. So I think my policy is probably going to have to be going back to that. Problem is, I I don't have. I always have you know crappy DVD versions. I don't have a really nice, big, beautiful, pretty theatrical release version to watch in HD, which is what I need. All right, what you should try to do is go to Walmart a Black Friday when they've got that big bin. Yeah, <laughs> I got the Blu-ray of the three theatricals for six bucks. 
Wow. I am definitely going <clears> to <throat> try to do that. But then where would the extended scenes fit in? I Seriously. I don't understand. No, no. See, that's the point. I they don't, don't care. No, they I, don't. I, I don't, don't understand. <laughs> no, see, guys. See, guys. They don't. What? No. <laughs> yeah. You don't? don't make you don't make any sense. I don't understand this. <laughs> I might concept. not, but the movie makes far more. <laughs> I yeah, uh, there's yeah, less of it. Super extended. It makes so much more with extended. The uh I had forgotten that so much happens I after want the platinum extended. The end of the bat of the battle at Minas Tirith. I yes. that's half that's like barely halfway through the movie. And yeah. I'm just like I, I want the what? Peter Jackson cut. The, yeah, the Peter Jackson cut. release of Peter Jackson. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the one that ends in Athon. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. some of the scenes are just storyboards. <laughs> <laughs> some of him, some are just him in front of like a, a Panasonic handy cam moving action figures around. <laughs> oh, oh, look at this thing's happening over there. Oh, that's a thing, isn't it? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Sorry to derail if you guys already talked about this a couple episodes ago, but. Have you seen on YouTube that thing of it's Fellowship of the Ring, but every time Sam takes a step, it's the furthest who's been from more to, from home has ever been. <laughs> no. It is, is over nine hours people? long because every time Sam takes a step, they cut, they smash cut to the scene where he's like, "This is it. This, is, this next step will be the furthest from home I've ever been." What? It comes what? back to half a second and another step, and then smashes what right back of, to that scene. What kind of aspy person do you have to be that your brain works? that way to come up with that gag like i want has, that superpower it has millions of views and when he was going to release two towers there was like a live viewing <laughs> oh, on youtube no. tons of people showed up but then they they um banned it so now he's having to like do oh, storyboards for everything but those scenes. oh because oh, it's the whole movie oh no yeah it's still the whole movie even though it just has that part in it all the time. <laughs> That's incredible. I didn't know that existed. No, me either. Wow. Now I know yeah, how I'll, we'll I'll spend send nine it to you tomorrow. so we can put it in the show notes. Because <laughs> yeah. people need to know about this. <laughs> this needs to be seen. The father's home I've ever been. <laughs> I've ever been. <laughs> it's so good. Step. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's ridiculous. No, we like, definitely had not discussed that, and we're I think we're we're better now that we have. <laughs> But yeah, o over three million views, and it's it's nine hours and eighteen minutes long. Oh my god, just for fellowship! <laughs> yeah, just for fellowship. <laughs> There's the extended, super extended. Yeah, that's super. the that's Yeah, you guys are pansies. That's the real super extended <laughs> version. Yeah, we'll see how you guys are talking after a few settings through that. <laughs> I would be smarter having watched it so then then you got all these fights happening in mordor with shelob and the goblins <laughs> all fighting the uh, goblins and orcs all fighting each other inside a minute was a minute morgul or where were they where they all fought each other uh i forget what's and that wasn't Menace Morgul. It was. It, it wasn't. Was, it wasn't Barador. it was something else yeah it was just like an outpost somewhere yeah yeah but like and then you have the Battle of the Black Gate and all that. And I'm just like, my gosh, there's so much battling in this. It is it is straight up an action film. Oh, yeah. And none of it would make any sense at all without the previous two films, which is fine. It doesn't really mm -hmm. have a cinematic pace or a like a, a movie. You can't you can't do like a normal movie treatment plot breakdown of this. It's nothing without the setup of the first two films. Yeah. This is just which, a capstone. I have to I have to 
bring up, and I think I've said this before. I don't know if I've said it on the podcast, but I'm pretty sure I've told you guys this before. But my favorite thing, besides watching the movie in the theater, of course, was when I watched the movie. This movie in the theater, I was sitting behind a, an elderly Peter couple. Jackson. I was gonna say yeah, Peter Jackson, Aragorn. <laughs> they not Viggo Mortensen. No, they got Aragorn, a guy yeah. who looked just like Scott Van Pelt. <laughs> <laughs> they were talking back and forth the whole movie, trying to figure out what was going on. <laughs> oh, that's right! I forgot you told yeah, me about this. It was quite enjoyable. They literally just went out and the well. What are we going to see tonight? And, uh, and oh, every, you pick. Uh, every time Legolas got on screen, is that a guy? <laughs> it was hilarious. He's all elf, baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, there's great. a lot of battles in it, but there's a lot of parts that glue those battles together that kind of there's slow parts mm-hmm. where it's very emotional parts. Like you mentioned the yeah. singing part. That's one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie cuz just the the eeriness and the uh, quiet. Well, and they're singing which singing part? Uh, where Pippin's singing for yeah. uh, when, and during the Denethor. Yeah, when they're trying to take back the... Uh, yeah, he, send, he basically sends Faramir out on a like, suicide, suicide mission. mission. He's like, oh, yeah, there's two there's two battles in that town. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, they try to retake Osgiliath. Yeah. Well, I don't think they ever like made it to it. Impossible, yeah. Well, they, they, ever... they got there, and all the orcs and goblins braced themselves, and then you just see the aftermath later. Yeah, and then there's a part where they're, you, don't know, you know, Minas Tirith is under siege, and Pip or Mary is it Pippin? Yeah, Pippin and uh, Gandalf are sitting there, and Pippin's like, "I don't want to die." Oh, and that's a Gandalf that's one like, of the best scenes in the yeah, whole. Yeah, that's film. Gandalf's like, "No, man, it's cool, man. I've done it. It's He's, awesome. Is, <laughs> yeah, Pippin's yeah, Pippin says, I, "You know, I didn't think it would end like this," and Gandalf's like, "End," and gets this big peaceful smile on his face, and yeah. it's oh, that's that scene. Gives me goosebumps every single time. Yeah, and that's it, I that's almost get so, emotional listening to Gandalf describe the fictional afterlife from Lord of the Rings. That's what's so great about this movie. Yes, it's an action movie, but there's just those little intercut scenes where it's just like it slows it down for just a few minutes and just like yeah, gives you the the emotional feel. You get you kind of get the impact of the action happening. Yeah, with a lot of action movies, you're like, oh yeah, kick, fight, death, woohoo! But right. this one, you're like, okay. I get the emotional yeah. impact of what's happening now. Well, and not only that, every single battle, every single fight that takes place throughout this film is the good guys going, "Well, time to die." Yep. Mm-hmm. Like everybody's like, "This is the end of the end of the world." So certainty you know, of death. You're worried. <laughs> certainty of death. <laughs> oh, very small chance of success. What are we waiting for? Um, it's <laughs> like it's it's this is the end of the world. And all of mankind is accepting this is the end of the world. We can't, we probably can't win. So don't worry about your wife and kids. Don't worry about all that. Fight and die because they're going to die too. So go out and put up the fight that we, that for them to at least make the enemy hurt before we, before everything is over. Like it's so hopeless. Even though you know there's hope because we're getting to see Frodo and Sam going through their struggle but everybody else nope everything we're all gonna die world's gonna end so let's make them pay yeah. you know and it's it's just like 
And there's so many restatings of that type of thing, sometimes on a grandiose scale, like someone yelling to an army like Theoden riding back and forth for the Rohan dudes or the Rohirrim. And and stuff like that, and or or, or at the black gate, at the black gate, and Aragorn's, you know, they'll never take our freedom, and uh, <laughs> and half his face painted blue, and but then there's other moments like that where it's just like, yeah, Pippin, like just kind of whispering scaredly to Gandalf, you know, or like, you know, and and like the flip side of that, Mary with uh, with Eowyn, and it's just I don't know, they they yeah. restate it with so many different tones and moods and that eventually you, it starts to sink in. You start to actually feel that oppressiveness to the point where it almost leads to like a freedom of clarity. Yeah. Or something. Like when, when Aragorn yeah. was giving that final speech, mm-hmm. right? The black gates, you're like, yeah, that was awesome. But what impacted me most is when he finally rides back and he's with his friends and he's like, okay, well it was nice, you know, <laughs> being with you. Let's do this. And it's like that, they show the black gates opening and there's this moment of like quiet doom. It's very strange how they yeah. do they open it up and all these orcs just start pouring out. And you're like, that was almost better than the speech. Just that quiet moment. Before that, I got to mention that creepy purple tooth guy. Oh, that comes the, out. the mouth of Sauron. Yeah. Is that what his name is? Yes. Yes. What is that creature? The he's the mouth of Sauron. Of Sauron. Well, okay, thanks. <laughs> he's, a, he's like, uh, you know, Sauron's a big eye, right? Right. So he has to speak through somebody, and that's who he speaks through. What is he? The, like, like the... What kind of... Yeah, because is? nothing looks like him anywhere else in the films. <laughs> and they knew they nailed this guy's makeup job because they the camera is so close up on his mouth the entire time. Well, it's hilarious. It's like they clearly wanted to milk this costume for all it was worth. He's and it's creepy. He's a he's a Numenorian, which um, Aragorn is, but he went he uh, decided he's been to tainted. I think they're called like dark or black Numenorians who decided to join Sauron. Okay, so he's so he's, he's blessed with unusually long life as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. so he's kin to Aragorn. That's why he was pissed off and cut off his head. Oh, I assume. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. But that 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 was. For me, that's the creepiest part of all of Lord of the Rings is that dude talking and the camera just mugging him, just mugging him the whole, just right up in his grill. And I'm just like, all right, all right, enough. I know why you're doing it because it does look really good and it's creepy and that's why you're doing it, but stop. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Licking his chops and grinning like that. So gross. There's so much. Yeah, that's the thing. There's so much stuff that even with my 30 pages of a Cimmerillion that I read, I don't understand still. So. <laughs> you think that would clear it all up? Yeah. For you. I, I, what do I got to do? Watch the 72 hour version? Good Lord. So, yeah, yeah the, the, all, all of this. Yeah. The, the feels that the film just continually it's, it's brow beating you and giving you just enough hope because you know, it's a movie. But otherwise, mm-hmm. like, I mean, if this were a TV series, if they'd done this an hour, like, you know, 45 minute segments, I don't know if I could have finished it. It would have been just so miserable week to week. Whoa, oh, God. Well, that's where, okay. Where are we going next week? <sighs> but like, knowing that it's a movie and that there's going to be some sort of resolution, it's like the only way that you can get through all of the sacrifice that everybody's making throughout this film. Mm-hmm. I, oh, I don't know. Yeah. 
Yeah. So many. See, like, it's funny because you you call it an action film, and to me, it doesn't even feel like an action film. It feels like a war movie. Yeah. 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 You're right. You're right. It is. It is a war movie, but then in those because Peter Jackson directed it within those war within that warring, <clears throat> there's a lot of spectacle, which makes yeah, it yeah more, definitely yeah the action movie. Mm-hmm. Between, you know, Legolas climbing up arrows in an elephant's butt <laughs> and then sliding That's down. That's how his you beat trunk. one of the Colossi in Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah. True. Yeah. <laughs> no, I beat it. <clears throat> then he, he surfs down the elephant's trunk like he's Fred Damn Flintstone. Yeah, but it still counts as one. Yeah, it still only counts as one. <laughs> uh, the, it's ridiculous. It's, it's so ridiculous, but. I remember the first time I saw this movie, I actually really hated that whole scene where he was climbing up because the CG is very obvious there. It stands mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. And I, I hated that. I always hated back then every time someone would go, all right, let's let's animate a human doing, you know, fantastic things. And it we just didn't have the technology at the time. Knowing that and going yeah. back and watching this now, it didn't bother me as much. Right. Well, and the other thing was they were also, they kept trying to one-up their Legolas moments, yes. right? Because in the first one, it's him crawling up on top of the cave troll. Yep. Mm-hmm. And in the, the second one, it's him, like, reverse jumping onto that horse. And then, <laughs> yeah, dislocating and then his shoulder. skateboarding and... down the uh, stairs. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Well, Legolas <laughs> likes to surf down things. That's what we figured out, you know. <laughs> He's, and then in the uh, in the Battle of the Five Armies, he's like parkouring up falling rocks. <laughs> yeah. What? I never saw, I haven't seen that movie. Oh, you, and now I don't want to. It's so bad. <laughs> yeah. That's awful. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to see that either. <laughs> That's yeah. frustrating. It's just it's just a credit. Like we talked in the other that. episodes about the perfect casting in these movies. Like yes. every mm-hmm. emotional like feel good or you know give you the chills moment is perfectly done and they don't feel cheap like when they've light the the beacons oh yeah mm-hmm. That's, for Rohan and the Zay. music playing during yeah. the beacon lighting yeah, yeah. Just, and, well, see, and how it got lit i mean <laughs> oh yeah he had to convince pippin yeah you, see, you, you gotta see, go was like it this aragorn runs in and he's like the beacons are lit. Gondor calls for aid. Uh, no, Gondor and, calls for aid. You have to do it through your nose. Yeah. For some yeah. reason, that's how he talks in this movie. AC Theoden, he, and he's such a great actor. I can't oh, remember yeah. the actor's name, but he just, that little pause where you can tell, like, the character is mulling it over. Like, yeah, and he's pi- he's been pissed at Gondor for years. Yeah, they but never yet, came he's like, to you know what? Where were they, you know, yeah. from the last movie? But when, then here they know. go, all right, if they need us, damn it. We're going to be there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, then Rohan will answer, bitches. And yeah. Then, I was then like, that's this, so great. Then he threw the horns and stuck out his tongue. It was weird, but yeah. it worked. <laughs> I, I start playing like kids. And they, and they rode on their flaming cars with someone playing a guitar with speakers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's accurate. That all happened. Yeah. yeah. It's all in the same universe, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so how... I have you, a question. Oh, go ahead. Oh. So... The thing, the thing for, I really, really enjoyed Return of the King a lot, but the one thing for me, and it's not so much a critique to this as it is a testament of what I'm about to say. Yeah. The dread didn't quite match as dreadful to me as it got in Helm's Deep. Yeah. I think, I think the reason for that is Helm's Deep, first off, everybody's family's in there with them. That's one part of it. So the, the women and children and old people are literally just you know freaking out or the, you know the little the all the boys are being suited up 
and handed a sword and stuff like that. There's that, but also there's so much more time spent on, I mean, I mean, geez, what, 40, 50% of the two towers is the prep for Helm's Deep and Helm's Deep. Yeah. And so you're way more invested in that battle, whereas this one we're racing from battle to battle. And also there's a sense of, well, we're going to die Mm -hmm. in, in, you know, the return of the king. So we're coming to grips with that. You know, we're going into this battle assuming that we're not making out of it. Yeah. I mean, Whereas we're all, every Deep, every step we're taking is just yeah. setting back the timer a little bit. The Helm's Deep was <clears throat> oh this has saved us time yeah. and time again. So there, so they didn't know it was coming. Hope. Yeah. yeah, they didn't they didn't know how hopeless it was really going to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that probably yeah that's more of like a they're dealing with the shock of that as well. Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah the psychology of the two. The one just is necessarily more intense. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Anyways. Yeah. Howie's pulled up an interactive map. Uh, it's called lotrproject.com. And Ooh, does it tell you what your Patronus is? Uh, yeah, it, <laughs> it, it, it told me. It told me I'm a I'm an Urukai. I don't understand. Um, Urukai house is the worst. I know. <laughs> I uh, no. It, what it does is you can like click on everybody, like all the different characters, and see the like path that they took throughout the story like will come alive on the map oh, nice and so he was looking That's at frodo cool. and sam hey zoom back in over there down in mordor there howie do do saruman it's just a <laughs> dot right yeah exactly <laughs> or sauron just another dot yeah dots um so it looks like yeah they went through minas morgul and then they took a jaunt i'm assuming that little jaunt there to the west is probably where they going by shelob there's not anything well, identified other than Minas Morgul of what that Minas town Morgul is. Isn't that where she loved? No, it was it was that's where they climbed up and the giant army came out. It was that glowing green death looking uh uh city? Yeah, but she was up in the She was in the caves. In the caves up there. Yeah, up above it. Right. Somewhere up above it. Yeah, somewhere up above here. Yeah, so but it I don't see anything there that marks that outpost or whatever where Sam busted in and they're all murdering each yeah. other. I'm assuming so. It's not the most responsible. But uh, the reason why I brought it up is because it's a really cool it's a really cool map. They got other things. Yeah. Too. Yeah, the maps is just one part of their website. They've got there's a lot of commitment for people that really need to be able to break this stuff down. <laughs> a whole wow. lot. Like the dates. fandom for Lord of the Rings is uh probably more insane than Star Wars. I mean, not to the point where dedicated, uh, more dedicated, more dedicated. Yeah, I yeah. Say that. <laughs> like people like literally major in Elvish and become <laughs> like Sindarin, like like experts. Viggo Mortensen did. Yeah, yeah. Like like yeah. if you watch the extended features on some of the movies, there's they interview. They have a, a expert in Elvish who knows the entire language backwards and forwards, knows how to write it and speak it fluently which is incredible mm-hmm. testament to to the whole series right right i uh i guess let, why don't we open up you know i've said my favorite scene is that scene where pippin and gandalf are talking about the afterlife um but what are your favorite parts of the movies guys of this movie i mean hmm. is it any one of the six endings <laughs> <laughs> there are literally six fade to black 
endings. They they movie. actually skipped one from the book. Yeah, they <laughs> which did. Which is hilarious. Yeah. In fact, they skipped it so probably. hard. They skipped it so hard that when they impaled Saruman on a wheel, <laughs> they said, oh, and just in case you think he's coming back later because you're such a fan of the books, let's make it clear. <laughs> and they just like stick his body underwater because <laughs> the wheel so rotates. for the scourging of the Shire. Oh, well. <laughs> yep. That's not going to happen now, fellas. <laughs> we got six endings. That's enough. <laughs> quote, enough, end quote. What are your favorite scenes for the movies? Um, it's hard to say for me, it's hard to say. I love Sam as a whole in yeah. this whole series and especially return of the King, because in my opinion, Sam is the, the truest of heroes in this whole series. Yeah. Um, he only left, you know, Frodo side for. Just a moment because he was because forced to. Yeah, Frodo told him he had to. Um, but he said, No, I don't care that you told me I had to. I, I'm gonna go and and still protect you and, and he's the reason that um Frodo still didn't even <laughs> Frodo never even finished his mission. Right. <laughs> technically he yeah. finished for him. Technically Gollum <laughs> finished his mission for him. Which that was also something that Peter Jackson wanted to do differently. He was going to have Frodo just basically, uh, yeah, Spartan kick Gollum into the fire. No. Yeah. That was how they went. And, and this, I think it was a this discussion is with the studio. The Shire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is Middle Earth. Uh, uh, I, 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 I believe the studio said, mm, no. That's kind of a big deal. Yeah. There's a yeah. reason it is the way it is, um, and it can't it can't be easy. It can't be right. made easy to throw that ring into that fire. Right, right. Otherwise, it defeats right. the whole. Well, the in the whole th the whole fight could have still happened the way it did, and maybe it just finished by him chucking him into the fire. Uh, maybe that was the plan. Uh, yeah. It is pretty cliche how it happens. Like, oh, he went over the edge, but it's all right. He's got a hand on the rocks. You know, it's. This movie does commits a lot of cliche sins, even though the movie itself is not that cliche. I mean, the whole like, you know, I never thought I'd die blah, blah, standing next to an elf. How, you know, how about, you know, with a friend, I, that I can do, <laughs> you know, that's cliche as all get out. The falling off the rock, but the good guy still has his hand on the rock. That's cliche as all get out, you know, but it works because the film worked so hard to earn it. So I'm mm -hmm. saying if, if they had the fight and Frodo had just kicked him off, I think it would have still been, it would have been less cliche. So I think it would have worked out well for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I like the way it ends because, you know, there was a, there was a reason I think Tolkien wanted it to end that way. I think there's a proverbial wisdom to evil creating a trap and then falling into its own trap. Yes. And in the end, it was the ring's deception that was its own undoing. Yes. I really like that. Absolutely. And and that was, I think, what a lot of people said about that ending is that also that the characters, the way the characters are written, that 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 would kind of also kind of betray the overall theme of the characters. Would it have made sense right there if Frodo is fighting for the ring because he is possessed of it? You know, yeah, but this is literally the end. <laughs> Maybe we try to like dial it back into the overall messaging of the characters. And, and yeah, like what you just said. The, the the symmetry the rhyming 
of uh of the ring and how it undoes itself more or less but yeah i uh i don't remember how the book ended is it exactly kind of that way there in mount doom he's dancing that yeah and jumping around yeah and the, he just slips and falls okay yep. there's no struggle at all okay i th- what would you think how, how would that have worked in the film do you think that would have been good kind of did that in the film well he did do the dancing but then there was the whole fight and fall off and grab the edge i I I think for people who didn't know the book they i think the struggle makes more sense actually okay yeah because i mean he obviously frodo's possessed by it at this point Mm -hmm. (laughs) so the fact that he struggled i thought was a little bit better maybe right actually yeah see in the book he immediately comes to as soon as the ring is bitten off of him and sam's like your poor finger and 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 frodo says you know this is better this is better than that madness like it's better to have lost my finger than to still be caught by the ring so it's like the spell was broken once the ring was bitten off okay interesting so because it was like removed from him yeah okay so it's not it's like it's not like taking off the ring and holding it like literally someone has removed it from well, you. So I know if, as far as the movie goes, and I don't know about the books, that wouldn't hold true because yeah. he was always since he started becoming under the spell, he had always been basically fighting that. Right, but he always had it mm-hmm. throughout the film. Yes, except when Sam had it, and I, that's one thing I wanted to point out. You know what you're saying about Sam, Howie. Sam's the only one who gave it up willingly. Yeah, but it took him a minute. It, that which was and, amazing. Yes, but he's the only one who had it on his person. Yeah, and gave it and up gave willing. It up. And here's the beautiful thing about Sean Astin in that moment is that he doesn't try to do evil eyes Darth Vader, anything you know, angry <laughs> eye Vader mask or anything. When he when Frodo's immediately like mad, and I don't know if this was Elijah Wood or the direction, but I feel like what, what it, it seemed like Frodo was mad that Sam had it. Which makes a little mm-hmm. sense. I would have liked it better if Frodo was mad because he was afraid of Sam being affected by it. I think that would have been a great moment for Frodo to show his affectional, affectionate angry rather than just, you shouldn't be holding it. Err, I'm possessed, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. But the on Sean Astin's face, rather than doing angry eyes or like, you know, googly, dumb Andy Circus face or anything like that, he literally just looks slightly confused. Mm-hmm. Frodo's like, give it, give it to me. And he goes to hold it out and then stops and is confused by his own motion. Like just very, very gentle look on his face where he just like doesn't quite understand what he's doing and why he's doing it. And that's, mm-hmm. that's as deeply as the ring affected Sam. And I love that. Yeah, well, I can, I can also read into it a little bit for myself is because I, I agree with, agree with that, but also, he might be playing with some of his emotions of, is this good for me to give Frodo this? Cause of yeah. how it's affecting him. Yeah, exactly. All of it. Yeah. Because the ring's going to yeah. do that. Yeah. You know, in theory, the ring's going to do whatever it can to, you know, mushify your brain. Yeah, That's, I mean, that's what Gandalf was saying. It, it plays off your wanting to be good. Yeah. Just twist you into doing evil. So he's like, Oh yeah, you totally don't want to give me to that guy. Cause it's to Frodo because it's, Gonna yeah. mess him up. You should keep it. Yeah. Totally keep me. Exactly. It's incredible that he could um portray that in just a few seconds in a look he gives. Yeah. 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 I mean, Sean Astin's got moment after moment in all the films, you know, potatoes, 
But <laughs> in this film, like all, I mean, it, it's just the the super milky moments, like on the side of Mount Doom. I may not be able to carry the ring for you, but I can't. It's not going to stop me from carrying you or whatever. And he just, yeah. you know, throws Throto over his back and Fireman yeah. carries him up the mountain. Like, and the music is right there to just, you know, really twist your nipples and on it. That's what pisses me off the most about Mary and Pippin. Um, because they were just dicking around the whole time well no anytime it came to anything to do with the ring or like especially the biggest biggest moment is when the the volcano erupts right right and they're they're heartbroken and they're yelling frodo Screw Sam. No, no one cares about Sam the Gardener. Screw him. <laughs> Sam. That's Screw true. The like, Gardner. Aragorn's like, for Frodo. Before yeah, they go just back Frodo. Screw Sam he this was whole lower movie. class. Yep. Yep. Lower class. Yep. yep. <laughs> I never they're, thought of that. They're, they're, they're mourning the loss of the officer, but not his man. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Frodo was a lord. He, you know, he inherited Bilbo's mm-hmm. entire estate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it it uh, that's it, all right. Sam got gained, Sam just lived in the project. Sam gained all <laughs> yeah. of their respect when he just said, "You know what? Screw it. I'm asking Rosie out." Yep. And then started yep. boom, yeah, boom, boom, true. banging out kids left and right, <laughs> yep. like thirty kids. Yeah, waiting. Mary and yep. Pippin still, you know, they're trying to find a girlfriend or at best, and 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 yeah, no, Sam was sealing the deal. So yeah, yeah. but Mary and Pippin are like super tall now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, at least a few <laughs> inches. <laughs> <laughs> they're like exceptionally tall for. Uh, Hobbits. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Drinking yeah, and water. water. I, I yeah. think with the, Sam is by far the scenes with him and his just friendship to Frodo and and wanting to see this through is. And there was there was very little time for it to happen because, like I said, there was only six endings to the movie. But uh, <laughs> at the end, when they crawl out of Mount Doom and the spell is broken, the ring is destroyed, and they're on the rock. Finally, Sam can let his guard down, and he starts crying. Yeah, because now it's the end of it all. They did their duty, but now that he has no duty, because he is the he is the you know the exceptional surf, right? And he has no duty, and it's all over. And now he just starts crying, and that's where Frodo, for the first time in two and a half movies, can be strong for Sam. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they switch roles. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's so cool. Yeah. yeah, it really is. And Frodo can start to imagine tasting food again. Yeah, Apparently. and smelling grass. Yeah, strawberries and cream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but he's yeah. got to. He's got to. It's all that's got to come back to him because that's what's going through his head during the forty-eight second shot of him just smiling awkwardly at them when he's getting on the boat later. <laughs> that's one of my biggest. That's, this is a Peter Jackson problem. When Frodo is climbing on the boat, I think this is ending number three. Um, climbing on the boat with the elves, right? Because they show up to send off Bilbo, and Frodo's like, "Psych, I'm out." And uh, this, they're all. This scene makes me cry. <laughs> Later, losers. And this makes me cry every time. I, I get emotional it. until he gets a foot on the boat and turns and does the <laughs> smile yeah. that lasts at least seven and a half minutes. It is stupid, slow motion smile, is... and it's awkward. And somebody, Peter Jackson, should have been like, "Uh, Lodge, we're gonna get you from a different angle." You know, they should have <laughs> said something. Because poor Elijah Woods just going, all right, I'm going to do a big, awkward smile. Does this work? Like, yeah, we got it. Are, are you, you sure? Okay. I guess we got it. You know, that's how I'm assuming it happened. And it's not the only time it does that. There's a bunch of awkward moments like that. Like, you know, even, you know, when, when, when Sheila the- puts her spider semen in his stomach and it comes leaking out of his mouth, 
Like I, I, I'm going to tell you something that I had, had thought about the last couple podcasts. I, I don't, Elijah Wood, he can say a lot with his eyes and yes. his face, but he can throw me off. Yeah, yes, he really can. <laughs> and like when there's the four of the hobbits are standing on uh, uh, Mysterith and and Aragorn's like. Um, you bow before no man. Yeah, exactly. And no they're one. like looking over the crowd. Like the three have reasonable faces, but yeah. then Frodo, you know, Elijah Wood, you're like He looks like he's gassy. Yeah. I, I noticed the exact same thing. Like, okay, <laughs> now Mary and Pippin are kind of awestruck, but they don't look annoyed. Yeah. Sam and Frodo still look tortured, which is fine. Sam just like looks like he just wants this to be over with. Frodo looks like he can't decide whether to fart or crap himself. <laughs> he literally just looks like like undecided misery kind of look on his face. And and I, I agree. It's, it's one of those moments where it's like, I get what they're trying to not do, mm-hmm. but I don't get what they're trying to do. I think, I think that boat scene, if I remember from the behind the scenes, was like one of the first shots they filmed when they mm-hmm. re- recorded the movie. So they like don't know each other at this point. So... They're like, okay, you got to pretend like you're really sad. This guy you don't know is leaving. <laughs> so like, maybe that had something to do. Like Frodo's like, ah, oh, just pretend like you're gonna miss them. Lots well, like, of things. There's other times I, don't I know thought these people. I thought like Elijah Wood did really well. Oh, there's times where and I don't so, know if anybody else who could do what he yeah, did. Exactly. So I, mm-hmm. I, it makes me wonder, like, if it's they a Peter of, Jackson problem. They they fell into a, a stride. Go watch a, King Kong. It's a Peter Jackson problem. It's he's really good at getting really close and you know he's he's not he's not the qb you want to bring in on fourth and fourth and long okay and there's philip rivers this is such a weird season i'm bringing philip rivers on first and ten <laughs> I'm laughing like I know what we're talking about. I regret saying what I said. Um, but yeah, like he has he has an amazing skill, but I feel like he's one of those directors who could use a uh 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 someone who a collaborator, like someone who is like right, you know, like he needs a brother. Like Fran? Oh. Well, yeah, and and uh, honestly, he's like I feel Lucas like Junior. I feel like Fran probably is a huge part of why these movies are great. Well, I, mm-hmm. it's obvious, but Peter Jackson off the chain, things get a little haywire. Yeah, and there are a lot. I feel like most of those awkward moments were just bad direction. the The actor doesn't always know. He's like, "All right, give him a long look, but we're going to do this in slow motion." Blah 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 blah. The actor doesn't know how that's going to come across. It has to be on the director to yep. make that work. Yep. And I, yeah. I because Elijah Wood does so well with so much of it, all those really poignant moments are straight up. I, I mean, come on, I, share the load. That's the stupid. Load. Also, where they stitch that gift together with the the spider jizz coming out of his mouth makes me gag every time. <laughs> <laughs> every single time I see it. Thanks, so back to favorite scenes because you asked us that, yes. right? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, um, so t- one another Sam one. Uh-huh. I, my my two favorite scenes are kind of weird. Actually, I'll do the other one first, then I'll do the Sam one. Um, do you remember in the theaters the first time you saw this movie in theaters? How shocking it was that the first scene was actually Smeagol. Oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That, 
That was so brilliant and really well done. Uh, it was brilliant. That's one of my least favorite scenes, actually. Oh, wow. Fair enough. For two reasons. Andy Circus. <laughs> okay, I've heard you recently on a, one of your other podcasts complaining about Yeah, I j he just rubs me the wrong way a lot of... I respect what he does, but man, he rubs me the wrong way. And his goofy grin when the dude's catching the fish, the other the other river dude, river folk Deagle. boy. Yeah. Smeagol and Deagle. Deagle, yeah. I see. When, so, when I Desert see that Eagle is, is are, a cultural thing. Are they lovers? I have they're to assume. Cousins, bro. No one's told me they're not, so they must be. I don't know. If you go back and watch that, it's that's the thing. There's that's some what I'm talking awkwardly about. awkward moments. That's what I'm talking not about. Awkward, but the Hobbits way that Deagle is looking at Deagle, the yes. way he's looking yep. at him is it's like these Elijah Wood scenes. That's where I'm saying this is, this is where a Peter Jackson problem they're, again. They're cousins and they're cousins. Guys, it's man. the it's the Hobbit's culture. They're just they're way more affectionate. Yeah. You know, it's They're, like going to a country gross. where okay. it's not, it's well, not best affection. friend guys will hold okay. hands and it doesn't it's necessarily like a lustful mean anything. I, I want, <laughs> I, I don't know if you're trolling or not. <laughs> <laughs> if it were affection, I would be fine. But Smeagol looks at Deagle like he cannot wait to chortle his taint. It is like, all right, <laughs> well, let me tell you my other scene so you can destroy that one. For me as well. <laughs> Oh, but no, the, actually, I really just to talk about. That I'm, scene, I'm thrilled I, that scene was there. I yeah, I really like that scene because yeah. I needed that backstory on him. Yeah, yeah, I feel like Absolutely. audience yeah. at that point needed to know why exactly. <laughs> Sorry, you got me excited. <laughs> I know I got. I didn't mean to, <laughs> but I was a legitimate question because I didn't know based on how he was looking at him. Like, are are they lovers or are? Yeah. Or what? I didn't know. So it, it was a legitimate question. Yeah. It's mostly Andy Circus's face, I think, that's doing that convening. That <laughs> whatever that's. I think he was just creepy. weird before he was Gollum. Well, that's true. I also didn't. Well, that, I wondered that I too. Really, I really wanted his voice to not be completely Gollum. I wanted it to be more. A little more normal yeah. person y. Just not Is all it, the way. Yeah. Like it had changed more yeah. through the years yeah. with yeah. his diet and stuff. Yeah, yeah lots <laughs> that's of what it was. That fresh, the, not fresh. the right nutritional. Yeah, <laughs> if you eat raw fish and only raw fish, eventually you sound like Smeagol. So. Yeah, that's right. and then you go. Yeah. <laughs> What's your other favorite scene? Right. I gotta. I, um, I'm, I'm taking I'm not, notes I'm, so I can I'm ruin it. Thinking of ones that jump out at me as poignant. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's a favorite, but so poignant. <clears throat> um, the scene where Sam finds the lambda spread <laughs> on the cliff. Oh yeah, that's what makes him say no that i just left him with a murderer yeah like i already knew yeah. that but now i know that know that yeah it's just like i you feel so oh, much emotion in that him. moment yeah. too mm -hmm. for him it's just it was so well done and it was beautifully scripted because that wasn't in the book i don't think right yeah i don't think it was. right but it's the moment that that convinces him it was like All right, i i already knew this but here's the evidence right here, plain staring me in the face. It's exactly what yeah. I said. It is exactly hey, what stop, I said. Stop feeling sorry for yourself. Yeah. And go save your friend. Mm -hmm. There you go. Exactly. Yeah. That is a that is a really good scene. It's a very short scene, too. Uh, but yeah, it, it's, it's incredibly effective. So yeah, I agree. From, from a movie making perspective, that was the right thing yeah. to show. Because otherwise, it's like, oh, I'm back. Yeah, what made you change your mind? Well... It's a movie, so, you know, in, in books, we get so committed, we can be so woven into the, 
you know, the emotion of what's going on that we're, I think is sometime in books, we're willing to suspend our disbelief even more. Whereas in a movie, it's like, if you're going to do this, throw us a bone, you know, which is, it's funny because the movie has to be, even though it's a Peter Jackson film, a movie has to be more condensed than the book usually, uh, except in the case of the Hobbit. (laughs) (laughs) But, but yeah, that, that was a, a very well conceived tool there because so much hinges on Sam's decision there that yeah just going ah psych you know that would have been the like the kind of thing you see in like the if you ever watch the he she dubs video the how it should have ended dubs videos mm-hmm. in every single one they do it, there's always someone who goes what you're dumb or that's dumb you're dumb that's dumb you're dumb and then another one <laughs> is just kidding they always do the just kidding and oh man the last jedi one's pretty brutal because there's like a lot of just kiddings and that would be a just kidding moment. Sam just decided not to leave after all. So the yeah, putting that in there important. Yeah, I didn't ruin that one that much. No, I feel like you were overcompensating after the last. That one, may though. be. That may be. <laughs> I'm not going to put it past me. But yeah, uh, Derek, did you did you uh, have one? Um, well the the singing scene with uh, oh that's Pippin, yeah yeah so that's I mean that. An amazing scene. I have three scenes. So the second one is a series of scenes with Eowyn and Mary. How they, <laughs> yes. they're just relationship. How they're the outcasts, basically. Like you know, Aramir and all the other dudes are like, no, you gotta stay here and you know protect whatever. We're gonna go off and fight. And Eowyn's like, hell no. And she she kind of drags Mary along as a <laughs> a willing participant, even though he has no idea what he's getting into. Yeah, and then they she doesn't up, have to drag him hard. He's like, I want to go too. Whoop. Yeah, <laughs> he's just swinging his sword around like a little kid, and people are laughing at him, you know. Mm-hmm. But she like she like believes in him, and then at the end they end up killing the 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 witch king. Yeah, uh, of I'm no man. <laughs> I am no man. Stab like they both like Face stab. I think Mary like stabs him in the like calf. Or yeah, something. he like literally does like a downward mm-hmm. stab into the top of his calf, which yeah. I was going to say, if you're going to bring an all-powerful being to its knees, that's a literal good way to do it. <laughs> yeah. Which is great. I love that how throughout Lord of the Rings, like the theme is like even the littlest people Absolutely. can yes. achieve greatness. Mm-hmm. And I think that the relationship between those two kind of, and Frodo and, and um, uh, Sam, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I think this one was another aspect of that, which was great. And then the, the third scene is the end credits. The song they play is just oh, like, oh yeah. <laughs> insane yeah yeah just like yeah. I, I almost can't play it because I, I got might, the goosebumps like, just thinking about it just now literal goosebumps yeah. stop it's, it you stop it it's like the perfect ending song for this to cap off the trilogy like I agree everything is just so good at the end. I, I want to. I want to act like I'm too cool to agree yeah. with you. Like, ah, it's, it's such a gimme song, though. It's just such. It's so just doing what it's supposed. <laughs> F it. That song cannot not I mess with my brain. I remember sitting in the theater. Oh yeah, no just one listening to it. And, almost nobody left. Yeah, it just. Yeah. It was and, like. Yeah, exactly. And it's wow. like you, you watch every sketch. If you know the lore of Lord of the Rings, so when they're sailing on the boats, right? Mm-hmm. They're going to this island, which is basically, there's, I don't know how, how deep I'm going to get into this. America! Let's just, it's basically a heaven on, <laughs> well, what, on well, Earth. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I guess the there's... The great heavens. 
the yeah, gray havens, which is like haven, yeah. where where the there's there's one there's a god and he created little like angel type god gods and goddesses and they all live there and everything's like per- in perfect harmony. There's no pain or suffering or anything like that. Mm. And they can just do what like sing mm. and dance and lay in the grass and enjoy just still living, but they can't go back. And it's just like, yes, you did all this great stuff and you get hobbits. It, usually it's only reserved for elves, right? Right. But mm-hmm. because Frodo and um, Bilbo, Bilbo did such a great service to Middle yeah. Earth to, you know, destroy this great evil, mm. they get this special honor to go there. Mm-hmm. And just the song is like, the lyrics are like, okay, we're sailing into the West, you know, all the suffering is, is over. Why, you know, why do the white goals cry? You know, all that stuff, even though we're going out here to live in peace and harmony forever. Mm. So it's like that song is so great when you, yeah. when you know all this extra stuff as well. Yeah. Isn't there a, a really kind of a, a big question of whether Frodo's actually dead or, or not. Yeah, no, it's, it's fiction. Kinda, He's not real. It's kind of uh, oh, <laughs> he's not li- alive or dead. I mean, the, in all intents and purposes, he's dead. I guess. I mean, he's not allowed to go back to Middle I mean, Earth. Well, I mean, because there, there, I mean, there's a there's a bunch of theories going on because I was reading a, a little bit about this about okay, Frodo's going there to die, and so because he's he's been touched in such a negative way that he can't stay in in middle earth anymore. So mm-hmm. to have some peace before he dies, there's other <clears> people <throat> who are saying, no, he's actually like, I, I can't remember how exactly how they were explaining it, but they're like, Oh, he could actually be dead. And that's the boats, you know, taking him away. Well, like a metaphor. Yeah. Oh, mm. thought about that. it was very dream sequency. <laughs> so I, 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 it's just kind of interesting because it seems like, it, you know, Tolkien didn't necessarily in, intentionally didn't make it perfectly clear. That way, people can just kind of interpret it how yeah. they wanted to. Yeah. I need now. I need to go back and reread the endings. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and not, the appendices. Yeah, yeah, not not have read this myself. I was just kind of curious on the people who have read this, what their takes were. I I think he gets to live in the Grey Havens with the elves because basically save Middle Earth. Not that the people on the in their care because they don't interact with Middle Earth anymore. But I th- I think they gave they gave him that honor. I mean, they said on the I think before they got on a boat, like this is a great honor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I I think it's fiction and none of it's real and it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. That's the best yeah, part is in the appendices. That Gimli and Legolas get to go off together and have a myriad of, of adventures oh, like yeah, together. Yeah. <laughs> they go to places where they promise to show each other yeah, like, the they, most beautiful of each land. Yeah. Oh, that's like, I remember that, believe it or not. Yeah. There's all sorts of like extra cool stuff at the end, like you know, Eowyn and Faramir get married and have a couple of kids. And, yeah. And mm-hmm. the movie telegraphed that nicely. Yeah. Twice. Yeah. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Super extended version. It's more clear. Yeah, uh, that's like that's true. I don't remember how much of that was in the theatrical version. I don't remember why they did it. And then they did it again. Well, the first was him noticing her. 
And like when they're both like, but that was so obvious that it was a thing. But then then the second, I think when they shot it, they didn't know what was going to make it in. Which, yeah, I agree. There was only once. It's only telegraphed once in the main one. Well, they should have just kept it out. Yeah, the theatrical release, or you should just just watch the theatrical. (laughs) They should have kept it out of the even the super extended because it was just felt really odd. No, more the better. Oh, more, more Lord of the Rings, better Lord of the Rings. Well, now you've got me in my own soup, and I, I am conflicted. I guess they were trying to be true to the book, to, I guess, because they were both convalescing yeah. together yeah. in the healer tent after the battle. Ooh, SAT word. I know, seriously. And they were just, you know, you know, they were dying together, and then they got better together. And then okay, now I, I understand. Started, started banging and having kids. Right now, you're talking my life. Convalescing to convalescing banging. to banging. Yep, that sounds like a book. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and twelve easy steps. <laughs> I that's too many. No, steps. thirteen. Thirteen. They're easy though. They're easy. Don't worry about it. Yeah, they're easy. They got together real quick. One of them is take a shower. So that's yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. That's pretty easy, right? It's right up front process they told milan to take a shower I'm just saying. so yeah <laughs> faramir and eowyn get together and was there i mean were there any any writings that take place after lord of the rings like there's all there's like supplemental books there's a cimmerillion there's like another book that tolkien's son did yeah they're mostly like just supplemental the second or i don't days. think okay. so because i think the intention was that was you know that's when the age of man began that's which led our, us to here us. Yeah. yeah yeah so that but i mean you know gimli and and legolas went off and had fantastic adventures together yeah that's all in the, mm-hmm. in the appendices i think I that's the last word we have on middle earth okay because at that point the in in theory one could say middle earth becomes more just regular earth yeah, mm-hmm. it just becomes boring, becomes stupid. Yeah, for later Earth, forward Earth. <laughs> uh, what's the op- what's middle is here and supposed to what? Uh, uh, Malcolm. So I think Malcolm even Earth. in in the book, shotgun the seat wiz- Earth. Didn't the wizards leave as well? They went back yes. to the aisle like Gandalf and all. Yeah, uh, the, the two blue wizards, the red and the brown wizard, all left. I don't know about the two blue wizards. They don't really mention them that much because they're immortal but, too, right? Yeah. They are, ish, but they all had the the three rings the elves had at the end, except for mm. Gladriel. I think Gladriel gave hers to Gandalf in the book, because she had one of the three rings bequeathed to the elves. Yeah, in the super extended edition, I don't remember if she says it in the regular edition, but when they get to the boat, she said they're giving up the three rings, and I'm like, y'all are acting like people watching this movie know what the hell you're talking about. we don't we really really don't because i like didn't y'all give up your rings already what's going on here uh so i was wondering about that because i'm like i i said i can i can kind of paint a picture of what she's talking about but i really don't know i think radagast had one for like a long time for whatever reason and And these are one of sauron's these are sauron's rings right yeah so he gave like Nine to humans, yeah. yeah. Seven to dwarves, and three to elves. Right. But the the I, the elves made their own rings, I think, and then Sauron just made the ring that was could still have yeah, power over right. them. They, Is that one of the elves, elves made their own rings? One of the elves taught him how to make the rings. Oh, yeah. okay. Like if you if you watch the opening prologue, it's all in the passive voice, like 
three rings were made, three rings were given. I think it was Celebrimbor. So it's not always his, it's not always Sauron who has agency there. Okay. I never picked up on that, and I'm glad you said that because that that was one part that confused me as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. I had, the, I, the video games, you you have the spirit of the guy who helped create right. the rings inside yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, and and Sauron like asked him to teach him the skill of how, and that's how the elves were deceived because he wanted to learn the skill to make a ring to rule over those three as well. Gotcha. There you go. Well, I'm glad that I have agency over the convalescing of my mind. <laughs> <laughs> These kids are here and their language. Yeah, I'm sitting here like, <laughs> I feel like there's so many good things about this movie. Mm -hmm. And I'm not even, yeah. we're not even touching the... I'm, I'm well, I mean, it's something. so much to talk about. Yeah, All right, I'm, well then, if we've gone on for a while, but I feel like it's inescapable, we have to have the discussion. I don't care. And we need to have it out because I don't know that everybody listens to this has a good grip on it. Those damned eagles. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're not going to say, why do they fly the mortar? Uh, somebody's always says it. Some, there's always somebody who says, why didn't they just take the eagles to Mount Doom? <laughs> but I would see them. True. Coming. I feel like that's the easiest answer. There's a lot of other answers. Well, you know, the uh, Eagles are like demigods and they don't like to get involved in the affairs of men. That doesn't matter because they did. What matters is that literally the eye would go, whoop, Eagle, dead. <laughs> yep. So they shoot them down. I mean, they had fell beasts that the. Uh, they, I mean, there's not many of the Eagles around and they're very protective of themselves. Okay. Fell beasts mm -hmm. is what? That's the, the uh, dragon-looking things. things the Drake-looking things at the... Okay, so yeah. what is a Nazgul? Nazgul is one of the humans who had the nine rings. Okay, I have always known that I didn't know this for sure. Uh, no matter how many times <laughs> I've watched the movies and I would try to figure it out, and I would come away not knowing, is the Nazgul the creature that the kings are riding? Is the Nazgul the king? And then what's the creature that they're riding? And even, like, he even said... The Witch King even says, never get between a... Nazgul and his prey when right. when he's his beastie thing is trying to eat something so I'm just like freaking confused and I believe what you're saying is accurate and I'm still mad about the fact that I'm still confused because I feel like that line's even more misleading <laughs> so thank yeah, you yeah he's just being metaphorical yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And, and which even when I hear that line I knew that that was possible but I had no idea which was more probable. <laughs> so and okay. apparently Gandalf can whack off ahead of that one of yeah, those. And the, pretty, and the yeah, eagles handily. don't really. I mean, there's a pecking order. <laughs> I get it. Where they they like wait what they report directly to like the gods and goddesses. So yeah, um, you'd have probably have to get one of them to intercess on your behalf to get their help. But Gandalf is also kind of on their same order yeah ish yeah. so he's able to um, ask them for help every now and then yeah he just pukes up a moth and, and they come <laughs> yeah because uh, they all they all have the same boss basically so they're in the same work group yeah eagles really are the cell phones of this game right <laughs> of this movie right <laughs> yeah, it's just like well why don't you just use your cell phone it'll solve everything yeah <laughs> and it's why now it's such a movie trope to just everyone who pull out their cell phone and see no signal yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's in my it's case a bug zapper in my case it's pretty accurate <laughs> <laughs> all right we need to talk about 
a very serious subject. Okay. Uh oh. Um the uh what's his name? The uh not the the not the the guy who's the leader of Gondor at the time. Denethor? Denethor? The steward of Gondor? The steward, yeah. Steward. Stuart Gondor. And <laughs> good old Stu. Good your, old Stewie Gon. Your favorite scene, Garrick. Where he's burning Faramir? No. No. Where, where, he, where he's Pippin eating singing. food? Where he's on fire and falling off. <laughs> the cliff. Where Pippin is singing. And he's just ripping he's through them cherry tomatoes. <laughs> when you talk about this and how it affected me. So deeply every time I watch it. You cannot eat cherry tomatoes anymore. I've never been able to eat cherry tomatoes. But <laughs> Is it because he wasn't using a fork? My goodness, that guy can eat in, in, a disgusting in way. such a disgusting way. Yeah, it just plops <laughs> all over his face. It's disgusting. My only problem with that scene is, yeah, literally the tomatoes like bursting. But my only problem with it is... They do. I don't know. Someone like went out and grabbed some like you know some Maybelline fire engine red nail polish and just drew a line down his cheek. And I'm like, okay, if he was eating rare meat, you would not have a red thing going on. If he's eating tomatoes, you would not have a red. Like it looks like he bit himself and blood leaked out of his These face. Are and he just, tomatoes. And though. he just yeah, decided. Middle Earth had different vegetables. Fine. Yeah, this isn't Earth. This is Middle this is, Earth. They're fresher. <laughs> it looks like it's dried on there hours ago and they just Apparently haven't wiped his, his it. His mom never yeah, told those... him to chew with his mouth closed. Yeah, yeah they're not tomatoes, they're tomato fingers. What is what is tomatoes precious? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was another favorite part where he's he's on fire and falling off the cliff. <laughs> yes. And before he even hits the that ground, cool. Gandalf is like, Oh, so passes dead of Thor, son of whatever. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he's like, well, that happened. <laughs> like I did. <laughs> so my uh, watching the super, this is the first time I finished the super extended return of the King. And in watching it this time, I was able to realize exactly how far the tomb of, you know, dead dudes is from the keep itself. Like, they walk down, like, a long ramp with Faramir, you know, not dead body. And there's, like, this long procession. That seems way longer than I expected it to be. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's, like, way off to the side and whatever. Okay. But then Denethor gets caught on fire in that room and then teleports to three feet away from the front of the platform out in front of the keep to go tumbling off. Magic. That That's a bad cut. <laughs> that was a bad cut. It worked. I think it worked in the theatrical version because I don't think you get as much of a feel for how far away they were when he got caught on fire. But literally, that guy got caught on fire, ran half a mile, okay, yeah. stopped for a churro, still on <laughs> fire. It's all what? that. All that tomatoes is <laughs> those super staining tomatoes that give him special antioxidants and yeah, lycopene and whatever. He's like, he literally gets up the top. He's like, Well, the fire's still not killing me because these mad tomatoes, so I guess I'm just gonna jump. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 a great scene, and like the implications of the, the guy who's been sitting on top and letting the city go to ruin pretty much just literally diving off. It's you know, it's it's uh. You know, it's diving main board. defining feature. Yeah, the city's diving board. It's it's a pretty cool thing, but yeah, the best part is the whole scene is like, oh, this is happening. Oh, geez. Oh, and then Gandalf's like, yeah. <laughs> that happened. That, that guy happened. did. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. No. Wait. Okay, now he's dead. He could have survived. <laughs> nah. 
Maybe yeah, he landed he was on a burn wheel. his own son who's alive still. So the other thing that was in this version that I don't think was in you don't see in the theatrical release, you don't see the Witch King and Gandalf square off, do you? Yeah, no. Yeah, Wait, which is that it? Was, yeah or no? Yeah, I, I was <laughs> no. gonna bring that up. You do not. Yeah. 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 In the super extended version, like the Witch King makes his staff explode. Yeah, he he literally just goes, Oh, you don't have a staff now. I'm like, what the hell? When did that happen? And I'm like, that's not in the book. And I'm like, wait a minute, he doesn't have his staff, and then the rest of the movie until they're at the boats, he doesn't have his staff. And then at the boats, he's got his staff again, and it's (laughs) the exact same staff. So I think that was probably a continuity error that no, they just yeah. decided See, whatever. Harry Harry used the elder wand to mend his staff. <laughs> to mend the other one. Yeah, it makes sense. It was the only the staff only wand that for could Paris. do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I I really think cuz you know you're saying that they actually shot, gave him a staff infection. <laughs> they shot that boat scene early on in the filming, so I'm wondering if they literally just hadn't thought that through and it was a continuity yeah, error. Yeah, probably. Or it was like they came up with the idea later to have a staff break. The thing is, in the book and in the cartoon version, I might add, sweet. There's a really cool square off between Gandalf and the Witch King. Oh yeah, where they're like standing, and the Witch King is at the gate, and Gron has just knocked the gate over, and the Witch King comes through, and Gandalf is standing on the other side, and they basically have a long conversation where they're kind of talking smack to each other, <laughs> and it ends. It ends with a rooster crowing. Which means daylight is coming. And in the books, the these creatures still can't handle daylight, so they retreat. It's just like suddenly oh. there's just they're saved by the fact that it's daylight. <laughs> it's really, really cool. Yeah. That is cool. Yeah. I uh I I the scene I actually liked this scene. And it what it was, he lands on the scorch beast, I don't know, whatever the heck you called the thing. Fell beast. The, the mm-hmm. fell beast. He lands in front of him, makes his staff explode, and then they talk a little smack. But then he hears it's the horns of the Ro- of Rohan, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he hears the horns of Rohan, and then just like totally is just like Gandalf, I'm gonna kill you. Wait, what was that? Peace, and then flies away. And I was like, <laughs> well, all right. It was a cool scene, but I yeah, it didn't it didn't fit as well as some of the other stuff. So I understand why it was cut, but yeah. Yeah, it was it was also kind of cool to hear the Witch King talk a little more and see how like uh Pippin reacted. Like Pippin like covered his ears, like the sound of the guy's voice alone was just like torture. Yeah. And stuff. And I kind of like that because I didn't give two craps about the Witch King when I saw the movie in theaters. I mean, I'm not saying it was bad. I just didn't I didn't care. I didn't really understand it that well. He was he wasn't really in the first two movies that much. Well, he I mean, was, but you don't know that it's him. He's the one that stabbed know. Frodo. You didn't know they were any different from any of the other ones. Well, that's, yeah. th- I mean, I knew there was only nine of them, so I just kind of figured there was some bleed over, you know? <laughs> but, uh, but when he does, you know, Witch King I, I cannot. One, Witch King number two. Yeah, exactly. They're all Witch Kings. <laughs> the, but like the whole they thing, like, kings. that whole line, like, I, I, no man can kill me. I was just like, why? <laughs> well, that bold claim, friend. But then she's like, kills him. And I'm just like, all right, fine. I'm no man. Yeah, it it was fine. It was like, yay, Rob moment for her. But I didn't fully grasp why it was a big deal. I'm also I am not sure I knew that that wasn't Sauron <laughs> until oh until a couple minutes Corey. later. <laughs> I'm pretty sure oh they goodness. got that part from the book. Like, uh, so it's kind of like, oh, well, this makes doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But it was in the book. So let's put it in. Yeah. 
Uh, actually, no, I knew it wasn't Sauron because I had read the book. I had read the yeah, book I mean, the, uh, like a year before saying, the movie came out. Uh, she didn't say, I have no man in the book, but she said, like, I'm Eowyn. No Otto. living man am I. Yeah, you no living man. You look upon a woman. Yeah. And, Eowyn am I, and I stand between you and my lord and kin or something like that. Yeah, something more flower, <laughs> flowery than what she actually said. <laughs> more King James-ish. <laughs> yeah, <right>. exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I also, wanna... I think I was wrong. I think I'm wrong. I think when Gandalf and the guy are facing off, there's the cock crow and daylight breaks, but then also Rohan horns show up. So it's, oh, it's two things okay. at once. So they kind of oh. wove those together and they but, Yeah, but it's just it's just neat the way that it's a face off and it's it's like you don't know who is gonna win the battle, whereas in this one they want to make it seem more hopeless. Mm -hmm. Hence the staff shattering. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then yeah, Staffo repairoed. At the end, mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. you got it. well, yeah, I just assumed that enough time has passed that he went. And but it was the exact same to, staff vendor. Well, the, the vendor sells the same one. Though, <laughs> the yeah. staff vendor. Yeah. <laughs> he just puts his little crystal in the top. And I really need to get a job with a bigger market. <laughs> <laughs> There's only like seven dudes. <laughs> they, they have to pay a lot. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> if one, yeah, they only if only two break every three movies. Yeah, yeah. If, if one of if them's covered in bird poop, each generation. Well, that's true. You gotta each, get one. Not when it's new. Every though. time you change colors, you gotta get one. Each generation of staff oh, vendor hopes to sell just one staff to support his entire lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> one million. That'll be fifty yeah. million. One Middle Earth million dollars. Middle Earth bucks. <laughs> 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 -hoo! How many Tolkien's does that cost? Oh. <laughs> Oh my God! How many Stanley Nichols is that? Yeah. <laughs> Stanley Nichols. This uh, it's a pretty good film, you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think it deserved every award it got. Well, and it was pretty much given all <laughs> as those opposed awards. to Titanic, which deserved none of the awards. Yeah, yeah. it was given. I just all still remember too. in the Oscars, Billy Crystal going, "This just in: there is no one left in New Zealand to thank." <laughs> <laughs> I believe that. Yes. So, anybody ever plan to make a pilgrimage to New Zealand and see the see uh, the Shire? I'd I would love to. Love it costs to. a lot of money and but yeah. take like twenty hours to fly there. Yeah, well, they wouldn't let yeah. you right now. No, nope. oh, that's true. Look, yeah, us gringos are not allowed <laughs> there currently. That's what they call us. Yeah, they. That's what <laughs> everybody, all them Kiwis, they call us gringos. Sure, why not? I'll just have to settle for the Harry Potter theme park dressed as someone from Lord of the Rings. Exactly. Oh, that'll show them. <laughs> are you Dumbledore? No. <laughs> Why are you Dumbledore covered in bird poop? <laughs> Would you have been a better Dumbledore? Yes. Yes. Much so. All right. Well, let's tie this one up. Uh, because I think we've gone on pretty long here, and uh, we could probably go on another three hours talking about this. Super film. extended podcast edition. Yeah, no Woo! kidding. No kidding. You got your super extended uh, Porkins kid thing. So yeah, there's yeah, like something four of them in there. Something for the kids. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, uh, well, I think we'll just tie this one up and sit around and plan whatever horrible things we're gonna do to Mike. In the meantime. <laughs> Uh, run out to wherever you get the podcast. Give us a nice little review. It'd be sweet. Uh, I don't know. Twitter is a, a cesspool. Um, yeah, don't go on Twitter for a month. Yeah, Do oh, at least at least a month. Yourself included. Yeah, I uh, I've deleted social media apps from my phone. Everything except Reddit. I even deleted right. Imager because it's getting crazy there too right now. Oh, 
So yeah, I'm kind of I'm hiding Imger. Yeah, there you go. I'm hiding just on Reddit where I can curate my experience and keep it from getting crazy. But what you can, if you do want to get funky and social about fun stuff to talk about instead of all the crazy crap going on that everybody else is raging about, you can always join us on our Discord channel by going to betterkind.com, which is our website, and finding the link to Discord and join us in there where we will gladly talk about Lord of the Rings until uh, until the wargs come home. Like that? Like what I did there? Get it. Lord of the Rings joke, guys. Did it. They're like big dogs. Yep. So yeah, do that. Review the podcast and stuff. And uh, in the meantime, I want you to have a, a great day. Is what I like. Or yeah. or evening. Or yeah, the great rest of your day. The you know metaphorical Week. like Middle Earth Day. Week. Yeah. <laughs> have a great day. May I plug one thing? Age. Yes. Age. Plug it. Yeah. So so um my brother and I haven't done our podcast in a while, so I can't plug that. But <laughs> on uh on Twitch you can follow me at Sancho Panda. It's all one word. No spaces or anything. And uh, in November, I will be doing a marathon stream for to raise to raise money for the hunger charity. That's part of my job that I'm in right now. And 100 percent of the proceeds go straight to the people. We're completely funded by something else. So we just get to serve and make sure that that the money goes where where it where it matters. So um, I'll be streaming. I'm going to speed run all three UADA games at once. I'm still learning training for it, but Eco and then Shadow of the Colossus, then Last Guardian all together. And I'm going to wear a, a mask the entire time, too. So just as a statement about that. So okay. it's going to be a health and hunger marathon podcast. Nice. A marathon stream. Sorry. And yes. yeah, that's it. So you're, so you're doing a marathon stream, not streaming marathon. Got it. No, no. <laughs> I'm, play, I'm, not streaming not, a, I'm not streaming a marathon. An old, <laughs> no, streaming, a an old Macintosh a shooter game. Do I sponsor you by the mile? <laughs> well, you could sponsor me by the hour. I hadn't really thought it through, it through yet, though. Oh, okay. But all right. Hopefully I can beat it in under eight hours. Sancho Panda think, all three games. on Twitch. And what's when are you doing it again? Yeah. What's the date? It, I haven't picked a specific day yet. Okay. It's going to be Thanksgiving week. Okay, so just go on Twitch and follow week. you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then you'll get the info. Yep. Excellent. Excellent. Cool. Good. We'll look for that. And uh, in the meantime, I guess we already covered it. There's normally normally I'm ra- I'm in that stretch of wrapping it up, and there's you know <laughs> I hit my pace, but and then we had a plug at the end, and now I don't know what to do because I already just, did the other stuff. But I, but I haven't. Well, I haven't said. Well, I haven't done the outro. We are preserves. The outro? Can I can I do the outro? I'm Corey over there, Sancho. Hey, over there's Garrick. I'm no man. We don't pass it around like a potato. (laughs) Oh, come on. I was just hearing the I was just hearing sweet Georgia Brown in the background. (laughs) Over there's Garrick. Over there's Howie. Over there's Howie. Over there's I don't know what to do. Nobody said Nobody over, there. You dunk it. over there's dunk me. It. No, yeah, we you did not. Not the literal me, me, you bastard. You got to jam it in there if you get my meaning. <laughs> I want to. I I don't want to give it to you. I really. <laughs> oh, jelly. That's what it is. Yeah. I think that was a double dribble, technically. Razzle dazzle. He's heating up. It's a nail in the coffin. <laughs> oh He's my! On He's on fire!